0: Listen on 1380 AM and 95.1 FM. This is KCIM Carol. One, two, three. Touchdown!
1: KCIM and Kick 1067 Sports presents the New Wave Ford Friday Night Scoreboard Show. A complete rundown of all tonight's high school football action. The New Way Ford Friday Night Scoreboard Show is brought to you by Bruner, Bruner, Reinhardt, and Morton, Culver's, Next Gen Chiropractic, DMAC Carroll Campus, Gatorade, distributed by Pepsi Cola Bottlers, Mackie Motors in Lake City, Stein Seed, Roselle Mutual Insurance, and by the Audubon Rec Center. Now, let's get you the scores from all tonight. Welcome into the New Way Ford Scoreboard Show here on
2: 1380 AM, 95.1 FM, KCIM. KC Miners here with you. and We're also on KICK 106.7 as well. We'll get you a rundown of all the scores coming up here in a little bit. To run through week one of the high school football season in Class 3A District 1, Carroll on top of Dennis and Sluswig tonight, 38-0. It was 21-0 at half. Big place for Carroll tonight as they were playing on KKRL. They had a 55-yard touchdown, a 30-yard touchdown, and a 43-yard touchdown in that game. Sioux Center on top of Sheldon, 14-6. Had Lamars on top of Sergeant Bluff Luton, 17-14. Not yet to get an MOC Floyd Valley score yet for you. And then in a big one, Central Lion, George Little Rock, 52. Boyden Hall, Rock Valley, 7. and Then Sioux City East, Bishop Heelan, 3. I'll go ahead and bring in Nathan Cohn. So read off Class 1A District 8 for you. Final scores we have so far.
3: You're picking up the speed a little bit too quick, my man. we got to talk Week 1 stuff yet. It is the beginning of the high school football season, kind of. Week 8 had a little bit of local football uh, with a tough one for Audubon last weekend. But it's your first time behind the mark. we got to talk about it. Week 0? Audubon, yeah, well, Audubon no, lost not last even that. week. Getting you on top of the show. I'm up here. This is way past my bedtime. Casey's going to be taking over the show after I've been doing it for like five years. And they want to talk football. What do you think? Fo- f- behind the mic, man. What,
2: are you feeling excited? You know, this is, since I've been here, this is my first year in three years where I haven't actually been at a game. See, I'm on the other side of the ball. I've been doing the scoreboard show for like six
3: years. And this is the first time in six years I actually got to go to a game tonight. So it was nice. It was a, Gorgeous night, excellent football across a lot of the listening area, some really good games, some big wins, some tough losses for some of our local teams, but more importantly, it's football season, baby.
2: It is a really good football season. We will have another game coming up tomorrow night as well, too, as uh, Glidden Ralston and Coon Rapids Bear will play down in Valley Stadium tomorrow, so we'll have that game coming up tomorrow night for you here on your Carroll Broadcasting Stations.
3: So let's go back and jump straight into those scores. Uh, looking at Class One A District Eight, as we were talking about a little bit there, uh, Kemper gets that Week One win, looking nice, thirty-four to twelve. Looking at Esac, they fall to South Central Calhoun tonight, forty-eight to seven. Still looking for an NBA OCOU final uh, versus Westwood Sloan. Uh, Saint Albert falls to Trainer tonight, twenty-seven to seventeen. Alta Aurelia over West Monona, twenty-eight to nothing, and then
2: Underwood uh, tops Tri Center, fifty-eight to fourteen. Big scores there in Class 1A. We'll go ahead and go into Class 1A District 2 right now, South Central Calhoun. You heard that game over on kick 106-7 tonight, 48-7. Last time we knew, Manson Northwest Webster was down to Pocahontas area, 38-0 that game in the fourth quarter. Beaumont Clemmy loses tonight to AGWSR, 36-8. Woodward Granger on top of Madrid by a score of 20-8. Eagle Grove loses to clarion Gofield dowds 48 to 20. South Hamilton on top a rolling story, Ronald Story, which was a back and forth game for most of the part, 34 to 28. We'll go ahead step away. We'll hear from your coaches coming up next here on 1380 AM, 95.1 FM, KCIM, along with Kick 106.7.
4: Bruner, Bruner, Reinhardt & Morton is a general practice law firm that's been providing highly ethical, professional, and dedicated legal services to their clients since 1936 in Carroll, Glidden, Coon Rapids, and Guthrie Center communities. Bruner, Bruner, Reinhardt & Morton is a four-attorney firm with a combined 97 years of experience. For more information, call Barry, Dave, Eric, or Jessica at 792-3480 or visit BrunerLegal.com.
5: When you buy from a local business like one of the New Way Auto Group dealerships, the money stays right here in the local community. Supporting local businesses helps our local economy, and that lets us help local organizations, schools, and giving back to our community. Good luck to all players from the New Way Auto Group dealerships with locations in Coon Rapids, Jefferson, and Pocahontas.
6: Being a part of a team is not only fun, it can give our students a sense of identity and help them develop long-term relationships. This is Dr. Nate Luth, Next Generation Chiropractic. Student athletes, make sure you are taking care of your body before, during, and after the game. Proper warm-ups and cool cooldown are vital to staying on the field or court, and having regular chiropractic appointments can help reduce the risk of injury. Stay in the game by taking care of your body. Good luck to all area student athletes this season. Let's stay healthy and have fun.
7: The Audubon Recreation Center is the boredom buster your family is looking for. Enjoy fun activities, including an arcade and batting cage, eight lanes of bowling, racquetball court, soft play area. Even grab a bite to eat and a cold drink from their full bar. You're guaranteed to have a great time with the whole family at the Audubon Recreation Center. No membership is required. The Audubon Recreation Center, the south of Albert the Bull in Audubon, Iowa. Open Tuesday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Friday and Saturdays, 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. And Sundays, open 11 a.m. to 9 p.m.
2: Back into the New Way Ford scoreboard show here on Kick 106.7 and 1380 AM, 95.1 FM, KCIM. We'll talk Kemper Catholic football with head coach Ryan Steinkamp coming up in just a little bit. Knights come off a big 34 12 win. Nathan, you were at the game earlier tonight.
3: Yeah, I didn't catch all of it. Came came in a little bit, about halfway through the second quarter. Had a little bit of other work to get done, Um, but caught the whole second half, and like I said, the tail end of that. That second quarter, and uh, it was pretty interesting heading into the into halftime. Relatively tight game, uh, kind of back and forth, and of course, Coach Stein Camp will talk about it way more intelligently than I ever will. But uh, I really feel like Kemper took over in the third quarter, and it wasn't just uh, dominance on, on both sides of the ball. It was huge plays. Uh, Logan are busted a 60-plus yard rush. Uh, that really kind of broke the game open, and I believe it was the next possession for Logan Magnolia. There was a pick six. Uh, I, do, I do not. I think it was Vinami who had the pick six, but uh, just two huge plays, and then it just kind of let the air out of the tires for Lo, for Loma uh, and Kemper. Kind of just rolled from there. It was a really fun game. Great way for the Kemper Knights to open up the season, uh, especially at home in front of a really good crowd. Uh, atmosphere was really incredible. Uh, again I know I'm six years late on this one five years late on this one but uh, that stadium is so nice (laughs) really really fun to watch games there crowd was into it fans were in with it kids running around I mean it's football season baby love it
2: Tom Hakkapp caught up with coach Ryan Steinkamp of the Kemper Knights again they win 34 to 12 here's what he had to say
8: Welcome here to the New Way Auto Group scoreboard show. Tom Hawkamp at the field visiting with head coach of the Kemper Knights, Ryan Steinkamp, after they pick up a 34-12 to win over Logan Magnolia. And coach, maybe not quite the start you were hoping for to, to get things going, but it was the finish you were looking for.
9: Absolutely, you know. Both halves started out. You know, Logan Magnolia does what Logan Magnolia does. They are a well-coached, physical team. That you know, they they they're they're tough. You know, they'll they'll win a lot of games this year and stuff
8: too. So yeah, I was really proud of the way our kids finished um, and bouncing back. You know, you took that opening drive, you had some things going, got into a penalty problem, couldn't get the, the first down. A great punt pins them inside the four-yard line, and then it was like an 11-minute drive, 96 yards for them. I think they had 13 it felt like, to 14 plays. It felt like three days. It was it was forever. Here, we got them third and long, and that's you know, that's the thing we talked about, like get out the field on third downs. You know,
9: they put the ball on the ground one time, too, and, I, you know, so that was a big thing. We talked about, you know, the little things we had to do to be successful that game, and you know, we, did, we didn't do it, but the, t- the kids did next actually of uh, recorrecting and
8: um, finishing it out uh, throughout the rest of the game. You know they have that. They score the next possession, come back. You turn it over on the first down, but the defense came out and they stuck their feet in the ground. Whatever the changes were, Logan Magnolia just couldn't get things going after that.
9: Yeah, we made a we made a slight adjustment. I was, I was hoping to say it for halftime, but I kind of at the coach like we need that now. And you know because that didn't have time to chance uh, to adjust to it. But you know it ended up working well, and the kids did a good job. We had a couple kids playing out of position, and you know, and we got we got after them a little bit, but they didn't. Really know, they, they you know there's different. Spots they're used to but the kids did a great job responding and said we made the plays when we had to and uh it it was was great to see our kids make some big plays
8: you end up putting it in lead 13 to 6 at half come out of halftime they do one of those drives you get them on fourth down three times and they end up scoring on that drive on a fourth down play and you could just see kind of some defeat out there but your guys responded back really quickly
9: yeah, you know that, that that that's tough when they just when you're, when you're this close so many times too. And I know in that on that touchdown uh, drive, you know we, we our one of our secondary guys didn't make the adjustment we we talked about. And I tried getting a timeout in time, but I did the, the ref didn't give it to me. But um, you know it, it it's, that's part of the game. We were we were right there. It's one of the plays where you know
8: we, if you want to take that next step throughout the season is when we're right there. We gotta make those plays. You talk about making the next step. You guys did it. The next play, 71 yard, right up the middle, Sebanaller to to the house and and then you come back, you pick them off a of pick six, and then you just start distancing yourself.
9: Yeah, that definitely helps. We talk about, you know, we want to be positive in the big play big play category. And, you know, when I, I, know, it's a, I know our kids are doing a great job. When I, I was looking at the defensive stuff, uh, the defensive film on the sideline, and I hear the crowd start cheering, like, what's going on? And boom, off to the races, I'm like, that makes things a lot easier. You know, when you got kids that are are, that are playing free, playing fast, and, the, you know, obviously the O-line did a great job. They, they, they helped Logan get those holes right away too, so uh, shout-out
8: to them. Talk about what it's like having Logan out there this year. Um, Coming off of an injury kind of plagued last season. Had a great baseball season. He's rolling it into a football season.
9: Yeah, I mean, he, he's, a, he's a great athlete. You know, he's, he's, a, he's a competitor, you know, works hard, quiet kid that cares about the team. So it's definitely, it's definitely great to have him out there being a leader, someone we can uh, lean on.
8: You know, one guy I thought that really stepped up, I didn't know what to expect from him. I don't go to practice with you every day, but Ben Gerken just seemed to have one of those nights where he was in the right spots, and it looked like they were really trying pretty hard to make sure he got a touchdown there late and he was able to get it done.
9: Yeah, I mean ben, Ben's a competitor too you know he, he was kind of injury play he has missed a week of practice and he got he got cleared oh I think about last on Monday and you know he he, he would never he didn't miss a beat you know he's just kind of a, he's a kid that you can, can throw out there and he's ready to, he's ready to go play so yeah that was great to have him he had some great tackles on, on on defense too so it's great to have him on both sides of the ball
8: when you look at this performance tonight anybody else that stood up that maybe uh, we'll see a little bit more playing time as the season goes for what they earned here tonight against Logan Magnolia um, I'll have to watch the film. I know our
9: D-line, did. you know, our D-line, we, you know, whenever very deep there. So we, uh, we had a – those guys did a great job of stepping up all night too. So I was really proud of them. You know, we'll go back and watch the film and find out from that. But overall, I was just really, really proud of our uh, relentless as a team and stuff. So overall, overall whole team and, you know, those special teams were pretty good for us as well too.
8: I know uh, before the game you sent out a note saying the big things to control the football – and make sure we don't make too many mistakes. You had, I think, five or six penalties for about 40 yards, one turnover. Is that all right for this first game as long as you can clean them up before you head to Atlantic?
9: Yeah, they're fixable things, too. You know, I don't get too mad about holding penalties or things like that because that's, you know, this kid trying to make a play. But uh, I don't think we had one false start. We didn't want more, no more than that. So, oh, overall, not, not bad. We're on the, we're on the right track. Them. I mean, the kids know. It. We have high expectations for them. And they, they set themselves uh, with high expectations, too. So, we'll keep working on it.
8: What do you know about Atlantic for next week?
9: Uh, they're they're much improved. I know they return they return a lot of guys, they got good running backs from the quarterback. So um, you know, I d w we're gonna be ready to go. I know we, we won against them last year, but you know, our, our motto this year is respect all, fear none, and we're gonna take that with us each week this
8: each week this year. Coach, I appreciate your time. Congratulations on the opening day victory. All right. Thanks a lot, Tom. That's the head coach for the Kemper Knights, Ryan Steinkamp, as the Knights pick up a 34 to 12 victory over Logan Magnolia. You're listening to the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show on 1380 K C I M.
10: Skip the line and order online at Culver's.com now. Go to Culver's.com and select if you'd like to carry out your order or select curbside and we'll deliver out your meal hot and fresh to your vehicle in a special curbside parking stall. No need to wait in a drive-thru line. Order online today at Culver's.com. Since
11: 1984, Culver's has been delighting guests one meal at a time with signature Butterburgers made with fresh, never-frozen Midwest-raised beef. Pair it with Wisconsin cheese curds and made daily... Fresh frozen custard, now that's a winning combination.
12: Colvers, welcome to delicious!
0: Nobody has delivered more high-yielding Enlist E3 Soybean Genetics to the marketplace than Stein. That means your local Stein representative can provide you with the product knowledge and seed genetics to help you maximize profits on every acre you plant. Discover yield plus experience by partnering with the undisputed leader in Enlist E3 Soybean Genetics. Learn more at steinseed.com. Stein has yield.
13: Scoring a touchdown takes great effort and teamwork. Hi, this is Kelly. Before you start passing, blocking, and running, get Roselle Mutual on your team so that when life intercepts, your farm, home, cars, and toys are protected from a pick six. Roselle Mutual, a partner of Grinnell Mutual, has been around as long as football, serving Carroll and the surrounding communities with hard work and dedication it takes to make a great team. Score your next touchdown by visiting Roselle Mutual. We're here to protect you from life's interceptions. Call 712-792-4525 or
14: stop in today. Earning college credit while in high school is a smart choice. Area high school students have several college class options available to them through the DMACC Carroll Campus at no cost to them. High school students, talk to your high school counselor today to learn how DMACC College Credit can be part of your high school plan at no cost to you. Explore your future now by contacting the DMACC Carroll Campus at 792-1755. That's 792-1755.
2: Welcome back in here to the New Way Ford Scoreboard Show here on 1380 AM, 95.1 FM, KCIM, along with KICK 106.7. Running through more of those scores, we hit Class A, District 8. Icam Manning loses tonight to AHTSW 32-0. No update on Akron Westfield or Lawton Bronson or MVAOCOU Westwood Sloan. Woodbury Central wins tonight 41-13. Shenandoah over Missouri Valley 36-24. Again, Kemper on top of Loma tonight, 32-34-12, excuse me. And then Underwood over Tri-Center tonight, 51-18. Looking at the eight-man scores for you in the first one, our Weaver loses tonight big, 65-19. Last update we had on Kingsley Pearson and GTRA was 14-8 at half for GTRA. No update yet on Newell Fonda or West Bend Mallard. Glidden Rawson and Coon Rapids-Baird will play tomorrow. Carol Broadcasting will bring you that game over the airwaves. St. Mary Remsen loses, wins tonight, 42-7. And then last time we had Booyer Valley over River. Excuse me, Booyer Valley wins tonight, 42-6. Go ahead and bring Nathan back on. We'll run through 8-man District 10 for you. It's
3: a little slim pickings in terms of scores. Just a couple of finals that I have here for you. Audubon here. Uh, tonight, one of the scores that we do have over Southeast Warren in commanding fashion, 44-20. to The final score there in favor of the Wheelers. Uh, like we said, glidden ralston and Coon Rapids-Baird playing on Saturday night. Uh, but the only other score we got from District 10 is uh, Boyer Valley and River Valley. Uh, again, Boyer Valley 42, River Valley 6. So that's really wrapping things up on our side, at least of the scores that we have. If there's any that you got, Casey, that maybe I missed on my sheet.
2: Yeah, I don't have any other ones from the local area but uh you know kind of broadening the uh, expansion a little bit. Harlan lost last night to Lewis Central. Potentially the game of the year. Really good both number 1 teams from 3A and 4A played that score 30 to 27 last night and then just an hour out, about, about an hour away from us uh Boone loses tonight to Nevada 38 to 0 and then Atlantic loses to Glenwood tonight 43 to 27. do you
3: want to, you want to correct something quick just uh, had some scores cr- transcribed Audubon did fall the southeast Warren 44 to 28 just had those numbers flipped around so uh, look at that one there it's always interesting in that week one Uh, There were some scores, uh, I think you were talking there, up in northwest Iowa, that Central Lion game uh, versus Boyden Hole Rock Valley. A lot of eyes on that one I think heading into the week, and Probably not the result that a lot of folks are going to see because it wasn't exactly what I would consider a close game.
2: Well, no, Boyden Hall-Rock Valley uh, was the 3A, 3A runner-up last year, loses it to Harland. But, yeah, 52-7 to from Central Lion, George Little Rock, uh, a big game in Class uh, 3A District 1. You know, Central Lion, George Little Rock might be better than what people thought coming into this season. Boyden Hall didn't lose quite a few players, but I think they pegged them and Sergeant Bluff-Luton as the favorites there in that Class 3A District District 1, and Sergeant Buff Luton does lose tonight to Lamar, 17-14.
3: Yeah, still got a lot of coaches to get to, a lot of scores to finish up. So let's take a peek, see what else we got going on.
2: Yeah, we'll go ahead, step away. We'll bring you some more coaches here on 1380 AM, 95.1 FM, KCIM. On with kick 106.7.
4: Lil Sweet! Did you get to work on time? Yeah, but I just realized
0: it's
1: Sunday. Lil Sweet says head on home. Dr. Pepper's on its way.
0: So sweet! Baby, there's nothing better. I bet you've probably
1: done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, and I don't even know what that is. It's a non fungible token. Everyone's
14: done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper.
0: Nobody has delivered more high yielding Enlist E3 soybean genetics to the marketplace than Stein. That means your local Stein representative can provide you with the product knowledge and seed genetics to help you maximize profits on every acre you plant. Discover yield plus experience by partnering with the undisputed leader in Enlist E3 soybean genetics. Learn more at SteinSeed.com. Stein has yield. When you buy from a local business, like one of the new
5: auto group dealerships, The money stays right here in the local community. Supporting local businesses helps our local economy, and that lets us help local organizations, schools, and giving back to our community. Good luck to all players from the New Way Auto Group dealerships with locations in Coon Rapids, Jefferson, and Pocahontas.
13: Scoring a touchdown takes great effort and teamwork. Hi, this is Kelly. Before you start passing, blocking, and running, get Roselle Mutual on your team so that when life intercepts, your farm, home, cars, and toys are protected from a pick six. Roselle Mutual, a partner of Grinnell Mutual, has been around as long as football, serving Carroll and the surrounding communities with hard work and dedication it takes to make a great team. Score your next touchdown by visiting Roselle Mutual. We're here to protect you from life's interceptions. Call 712-792-4525 or stop in today.
2: Welcome back in here to on the New Way Auto Group, the Scoreboard Show. Casey Miners with you tonight. We'll hear from Drew later on. Nathan Cohn's with me here for a little bit tonight as well. We're going to get to head to talk to South Central Calhoun head coach Brian Case as they win big tonight, forty-eight to seven. Here's Jeff Honold with the interview.
15: Jeff Honold here with Coach Case on the New Way New Way Ford Scoreboard Show and Coach. Uh, First and foremost, a nice victory, but how is the health of your team? I mean, that number one game, you want to make sure you're coming out healthy. How are you guys
16: sitting? You know, heading into this game, Jeff, uh, we had a kid that was out with a concussion already uh, by the name of Hunter Winker. We had another kid Keen Dorman that uh, was out and he was kind of our backup everything. He was our backup quarterback. He was our backup fullback. Uh, he was playing as a little bit of D-line, a little bit of outside linebacker for us. He was our long snapper. So he was a huge loss uh, about a week and a half ago. And it was just a freak deal. He just kind of was open space, went down, and kind of tweaked the hamstring. So, we're hoping to get him back here within the next couple of weeks. Uh, He'll be a big improvement for us. Hunter Winker, getting him back would be a big improvement. Uh, You know, and tonight we had Dominic Kisser, our fullback, went down. Uh, He was running somebody over downfield. Felt a little twinge in his shoulder. Uh, Hopefully, it was just a stinger, um, but kind of precautionary for right now, kind of held him out. Um, We'll get him inside and we'll we'll get him x-rayed and and find out what's going to happen there whether it's an AC joint or if it's um, possibly a a fracture in the collarbone or like I said maybe just a stinger but for the most part uh, uh, after tonight um, I think Dominic was probably the only kid that we, we were probably lost tonight. Well,
15: that, that's great news. I mean, anytime you're playing a football game, it's it's a it's a violent game, and you just want to be come out of it healthy. And you know, a nice win tonight. Uh, I I thought your offense. Uh, uh, co- we had uh, Coach Blankman up top giving you a little bit of static, saying the last time uh, last time we saw this air attack, it, it, Mr. Hankinius was quarterback, and the funny, he's on the sidelines now, but. Uh, you know, I thought your I thought your offense did a nice job of taking what was there, and, and Vada, we made him player of the game, and I thought he really controlled your offense pretty well tonight.
16: Yeah, and you know, and we're, that's why we run the two styles of offense. If they take one of our offenses away, we try to go to the other one and just kind of take what they give us. Uh, and tonight, it just seemed that uh, we were able to go to that spread set. Uh, we had some kids in the open area. Gavin did a nice job of delivering the ball to the open area, and our receivers did a nice job of, of, of going attacking it with their hands. that's one of the things we really stress during practice is we want to be hand catchers we don't want to be body catchers and I think you saw that tonight our kids were actually going and attacking the ball they weren't really letting the ball come to them they were going to get the football uh, which is going to be huge for us moving forward so yeah, I, I, you know, I think uh, talking to another radio station, they said something about Gavin was over 300 yards throwing the ball, and it's been a long time, I think, since yeah. we've had a, a quarterback actually throw the ball um, for 300 yards. Uh, and I think we probably threw the ball from, uh, more, better than we did with rushing tonight. Correct. So, um, yeah, it's just one of those things, though, where, like I said, we're going to take what they give us. You know, If, if next week the Full House T is going to be working, then we'll probably stick with the Full House T. But if not, then we'll probably, we know that we have the spread available to us uh, as well.
15: You know, surprising too, you had the size advantage on on ESAC County, but they had really good athletes and, and were quick and really did a nice job of spreading you side to side on those runs and not giving you those. But uh, again, a credit to your kids, they were figuring out different ways to get that running attack going, maybe blocking down second level, what have you. But I thought your offensive line did a nice job today, giving you protection but then when you're trying to run uh, giving you that crease that you needed.
16: Yeah, you know, and it's one of those things that they were sending an awful lot of pressure. They were showing and they were coming and they were showing and they were backing off and they were kind of confusing our kids a little bit that way as well. So it's all about communication up front. And again, it's it's first game. We knew we were gonna have some mistakes tonight, um, but the good news is that the kids got some things figured out, like you said, and, and we move forward with it. You know, when they were sending so much pressure up through the middle, I mean, that, that's when we kind of went to the toss. We kind of went to the quick pitch and we got to the edge and so forth. We got out in open space and we saw some good things happen. Out there, that was unfortunate. I think we had two long runs called back for yeah. hold. Uh, our kids, I thought, did a nice job out in the edge with their downfield drive blocking. Uh, I think we pancaked a, a kid on the sideline with two of our kids, and we ended up getting called for a holding that way. But uh, those are just the things that we have to overcome. You know, whether it, we whether it was a good block or not, we yeah. got called for it. So you just got to go back and play the next play. So. Um, you know, once our kids get out in open space, I think that we have some kids that, that, that can take it to the house at any given time. I think we have some decent speed that way. Uh, and I really like the fact that our receivers were downfield drive uh, drive blocking as well tonight.
15: Well, and you have to be impressed with your defense. Uh, you know, they were they they did just about anything you needed them to do. They, they really shut that uh, ESAC County offense down. And you saw it when they... When you put your subs in, they do have some athletes and can make some plays, but uh, that really showed me how elite your defense is right now.
16: Yeah, and, you know we've always uh, predicated our, our team on the defensive side of the ball, and uh, you know that's kind of where we hang our hat. And, and obviously, in the score with 27 seconds to go in the game. Um, which was fine. I mean, like I told the kids afterwards, I said it was more important for me to make sure that we got every single person on the field tonight, and get that uh, under the Friday night lights for the very first time, than it was to have that goose egg. You know, I mean, it's always nice to have a goose egg and so forth, but you know, this is I, how I think that we build our program. Correct. Uh, year after year after year, we want to get those kids that experience. Um, so you know, to give up seven points, I mean, so be it tonight. Um, But, yeah, our defense does an outstanding job. Coach Bata does an outstanding job of getting those guys in position. You know, obviously there's things that aren't on film that we're going to see as far as alignments and maybe attacking. Little things about, you know, maybe not seeing what we're hitting you know running our feet at point of contact just little things that that we'll be able to point out and make little tweaks here and there that'll make our defense even better
15: well and it's nice when you have a big win you still have uh, you still get their attention uh, with 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 the with the film the film doesn't lie and you'll be able to get their attention and your kids do a good job of listening and you know I, I was impressed I, I knew you'd have a, a nice team this year Um especially when you're telling me you're going to lose a one or two games, that usually gets my attention and says, okay, <laughs> but it must be pretty good. But uh, I really like your team right now. And I, and I think the nice thing is there's, there's so much more room for improvement that uh, this should be a fun year to watch you guys. So uh, I think you'll be, you, you, you got a shot at, uh, at every game you're in.
16: Well, we hope so, uh, you know, that's kind of our goal. And we want to be in every single game and give ourselves an opportunity at the end. Um, you know, that just remains to be seen right now. But I, I think that we have a, a bunch of kids that want to play the game. Um, we're still going to be working on that depth. We're still going to be working on fine-tuning a lot of things. Uh, but I think you're right. I think that we, we could have a special year if we decide to come together and play as one unit all the time. Um, you know, There's probably some attitude adjustments and personality adjustments that we could probably have to make yet in, in order to have everybody buy into what we're, what we're selling out here. Uh, well, I think once that happens, and I think it will happen, uh, I think we could be in for a special year.
15: I, I think so, too, and I, I look forward to sticking around. I was kind of going into semi-retirement, but Blankman's going to keep me pulling me out, and, uh, you know, <laughs> watching football like this makes it makes it fun for me. But uh, we're going to let you go. you got a big road trip. You're going to go see your son play at uh, Illinois. Make sure you tell that young man, hi, we, we sure miss having him around, but uh, it should be fun watching him on some Saturdays now.
16: We'll do. Absolutely. It's going to be a good time, and uh, it's going to be a long trip. We've got another seven hours in front of us, but uh, – you know, we wouldn't trade it for the for the world. Either.
15: No, well, congratulations, uh, Coach Case, on, on a big win here against South Central County, against uh, East County. Sorry, and uh, starting out one and zero. That's always the goal. You bet, absolutely. Thanks for your time. This has been Jeff Honnell with Coach Case uh, for the New Way Forward Scoreboard Show.
14: Earning college credit while in high school is a smart choice. Area high school students have several college class options available to them through the DMAC Carroll Campus at no cost to them. High school students, talk to your high school counselor today to learn how DMAC College Credit can be part of your high school plan at no cost to you. Explore your future now by contacting the DMAC Carroll campus at 792-1755. That's 792-1755.
17: Mackie Motors has been serving Lake City and the surrounding areas for over 50 years, and our number one goal is customer satisfaction. Whether you come in to purchase a new Chevy Buick or certified used vehicle from our knowledgeable sales team, get an oil change in our top-of-the-line quick loop, need a tune-up from our service department, or even need some detailed bodywork done in our state-of-the-art facility, we are always making sure you, the customer, are our number one concern.
12: Find new roads at Mackie Motors in Lake City. Lil
4: Sweet! Did you get to
1: work on time?
4: Yeah, but I just realized it's Sunday. Lil Sweet
1: says head on home. Dr. Pepper's on its way.
0: So sweet, unique. Baby, there's nothing better. I bet you've probably done something that
1: deserves a Dr. Pepper. Did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, and I don't even know what that is. It's a non-fungible token. Everyone's done something that
14: deserves a Dr. The
7: Audubon Recreation Center is the boredom buster your family is looking for. Enjoy fun activities, including an arcade and batting cage, eight lanes of bowling, racquetball court, soft play area, even grab a bite to eat and a cold drink from their full bar. You're guaranteed to have a great time with the whole family at the Audubon Recreation Center. No membership is required. The Audubon Recreation Center, the south of Albert the Bull in Audubon, Iowa. Open Tuesday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Friday and Saturdays, 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. And Sundays open, 11 a.m. to 9 p.m.
2: Welcome back into the New Way Ford, New Way Auto Group, a scoreboard show here on 1380 AM, 95.1 FM, KCIM, along with Kick. 106.7. Drew Derrickson joining me now. We'll run through the scores here yet again for you in week one of the high school football season. Class 3A District 1 Carroll on top of Dennison Slusswig, 28-0. You heard that game tonight on ninety three seven K KKRL. Lamar's over Sergeant Bluff Luton in a big one, 17-14. Boyden Hall Rock Valley loses 52-7 to Central Lion George Little Rock. Sioux Center on top of Sheldon, 14-6. MOC Floyd Valley on top of Sidley O'Sheedon, 42-0. And then Sioux City East on top of Bishop Heelan, 35-3. I'll bring uh, Drew on. He'll run through Class 1A, District 8.
18: All right, Class 1A, District 8. uh, Kemper defeats Loma, 34-12. South Central Calhoun defeats East Sac by a score of 48-7. Trainer tops St. Albert, 21-17. Alta Aurelia goes on the road and defeats West Monona by a score of 28-0, and Underwood defeats Tri-Center 58-14.
2: We don't have that MVA OCOU Westwood Sloan score yet for you. We'll bring that to you as soon as we get it here on the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show. Class 1A District 2, we already talked to Coach Case at South Central Calhoun. They win tonight over East Sac County 48-7. We'll hear from head coach Eric McCullough later on tonight throughout the show. Pocahontas area on top of Manson Northwest Webster 38-0. AGWSR on top of Belmont Clenny 36-8. Woodward Granger beats Madrid 20-8. Eagle Grove loses to Clarion Gofield Downs 48-20. And then South Hamilton in a good one with Ronald Story as they top them 34-28. Uh,
18: Class A, District 8. The I.K. Manning Wolves fall to A.H.S.T.W. by a score of 32-0. Woodbury Central defeats Hinton, 41-13. Shenandoah tops Missouri Valley, 36-24. And then we talked about Kemper defeating Loma, 34-12. And then Underwood defeating Tri-Center 58-14.
2: In those districts, we don't have the Akron-Westfield or Lawton-Bronson score yet, and yet again, we don't have the M V A O C O U westwood sloan Looking into eight-man football, eight-man district, one, Arleva, Arweva loses tonight 65-19 over St. Edmunds of Fort Dodge. Kingsley Pearson in a good one with GTRA, but they do fall tonight 40-38. Booyer Valley on top of River Valley 42-6. St. Mary's Remsen on top of Harris Lake Park, 42-7. And then Glidden-Rawson and Coon Rapids Baird are in that district, but they do not play tonight. They will play tomorrow on KKRL. We also have no score yet from Newell Fonda, West Bend, Mallard, and Siouxland Christian in West Harrison.
18: In 8-man District 10, Ottoman Wheelers fall to Southeast Warren by a score of 44-20. Exira Elkhorn-Kimilton defeats Griswold 61-22. Cam defeats Fremont Mills in a tight one by a score of 26 to 25. And Boyer Valley defeats River Valley 42 to 6.
2: Again, in that district, Glidden Rawson and Coon Rapids Baird will play tomorrow. You can listen to that game on your Carroll Broadcasting Station, 93.7 KKRL. Nick Brinks will have the call for you in that one. And then we also don't have the West Harrison and Siouxland Christian and East Mills Woodbine. Looking at some scores from outside of the listening area. Yesterday probably the game of the year so far on the date we're only in at week 0 and week 1 but Lewis Central tops Harlan 30 to 27. Harlan led by two scores late in the fourth quarter in that game. Boone loses to Nevada 38 to 0 tonight and then Atlantic also loses to Glenwood 43 to 27. All these scores the ones we don't have we will get them to you later on tonight. Drew, you got to talk with uh, IKM Manning's coach for a little bit. You know, what did he kind of have to say tonight without giving too much away before we talk to him later on, you know, about their loss tonight?
18: Sure. I think he was, uh, you know, obviously no one likes to lose. And uh, I think he was just disappointed all in all with the effort. And, you know, just there's a lot of things that they definitely want to clean up. and, And hopefully it'll help them for next week.
2: Yeah, running through those area scores for you again. Carroll does win tonight, 28-0. And then East Sack loses to South Central Calhoun, 48-7. Kemper winning 34-12. East Sack and South Central Calhoun again, 48-7. And then Ikea Manning losing 32-0. And then Audubon also lost tonight, 44-20. And then Coon Rapids, Baird, and Glidden Ralston will play tomorrow. I mentioned that multiple times. And Arweva loses tonight, 65-19. So a lot of the area teams, scores close, some won, some lost, you know, kind of hard to see how the area teams might be playing, uh, you know, after this week one.
18: Absolutely. I, had, I watched the Kemper game tonight. Um, you know, I think that's a team that's, you know, vastly improved. Obviously they played a Logan team that has lost some pieces, but there's definitely, you know, some talent there. Um, and then Audubon, another team I visited with uh, Coach Burks, you know, they have replacing a lot of guys from last year's team. Tough schedule right off the bat. You know, they play Winfield Mount Union last, last week. They play Southeast Warren, probably another playoff team this week. I think he's just, you know, looking forward to getting into district play next week and, and hopefully get some things figured out there too.
2: And when you play these good teams right off the bat, it, it might help you going into, you know, the district games as you go on throughout the season because you've been battle tested so far already in their first two games.
18: Absolutely. You know, and that's a team that's not used to losing. There's kids on this team that. Probably haven't lost two games in, in in two years, let alone two in a row. Um, you know, Burks is a great coach. they got a great program, and, you know, I'm excited to see the growth just even the next week.
2: Yeah, it, good things happen. Audubon. Like I said, haven't lost, haven't lost much at all. You know, typically a team that you see in the Dome most years, at least making it a deep run in the playoffs. I mean, ever since they dropped down to 8-man, I was in high school, and they did that, and they've just been a wrecking ball in 8-man football.
18: Absolutely. You know, and I think he even – you know, would, would tell you, you know, I think, and he thought that some of the guys even thought, hey, we just show up, we're Audubon, we're going to win. And I think they, it's a tough lesson to learn, but obviously there's a lot of season left and, and I still expect them to, to, to compete for the district title.
2: We will go ahead and step away. We'll listen to some more coaches' interviews coming up next. Listen to the New Way Auto Group scoreboard show here on 1380 AM, 95.1 FM, KCIM, along with KICK
5: 106.7. When you buy from a local business, like one of the New Way Auto Group dealerships, the money stays right here in the local community. Supporting local businesses helps our local economy, and that lets us help local organizations, schools, and giving back to our community. Good luck to all players from the New Way Auto Group dealerships with locations in Coon Rapids, Jefferson, and Pocahontas.
6: Being a part of a team is not only fun, it can give our students a sense of identity and help them develop long-term relationships. This is Dr. Nate Luth, Next Generation Chiropractic. Student athletes, make sure you are taking care of your body before, during, and after the game. Proper warm-ups and cool-down are vital to staying on the field or court, and having regular chiropractic appointments can help reduce the risk of injury. Stay in the game by taking care of your body. Good luck to all area student athletes this season. Let's stay healthy and have fun.
4: Bruner, Bruner, Reinhardt & Morton is a general practice law firm that's been providing highly ethical, professional, and dedicated legal services to their clients since 1936 in Carroll, Glidden, Coon Rapids, and Guthrie Center communities. Bruner, Bruner, Reinhardt & Morton is a four-attorney firm with a combined 97 years of experience. For more information, call Barry, Dave, Eric, or Jessica at 792-3480 or visit BrunerLegal.com.
2: Welcome back into the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show. KC Miners and Drew Erickson here with you on KKR, excuse me, not KKRL, KICK 106.7 and 1380 AM, 95.1 FM, KCIM. Sean Burks, head coach of the Annabin Wheelers, would we'll catch up with him in a little bit, but they do lose tonight by a final score. Of a forty-four to twenty. Again, we talked about it earlier. Played two tough teams. Week one, right away. Uh, Anything else you want to add on Audubon before we play the interview here, Drew?
18: Uh, No, uh, coach will talk through it. But uh, you know, he's just he's looking for some leadership on that team. You know, some guys to step up and just really fill some of those holes left by the the graduating class that they just lost.
2: Again, here is head coach Audubon, uh, head coach of Audubon. We they did lose tonight, forty-four to twenty. Welcome back to the New Way Ford Scoreboard Show. I'm
18: Drew Derrickson. Uh, now joining us, head coach of the Audubon Wheelers, Sean Burks. Wheelers did fall tonight to Southeast Warren by a score of 44-20. to 20. Uh, Coach, week one, but you've got two games in already. Uh, what are your thoughts? Well,
19: it seems to be about well, the only one in the state that's only two, that's for sure. Um, but at the same time, um, you know, they're, they're both non-district games. They're both are good learning experiences for us. Uh, you know, we've gotten – Smacked in the face a couple times, and it's, we got to keep getting off the mat. Um, this group is, is inexperienced, but they're they're capable. So we just hope that we respond next week when district play starts. Um, there's still there's there's some, we got some nice pieces. We really do. Uh, I, I like our group. It's just we we got to start cleaning a lot up. We got to get a lot more consistent. And in a young group, it's it's understandable being inconsistent early in the year. So just got to speed that learning curve up so that we can get on the right track next week.
18: Uh, so this game was 16-8 uh, to eight at the half. Is that correct? Uh, yeah. Okay. And then, then kind of take me through, you know, f- from there, that, you know, what were some of the things, you know, halftime and then after that.
19: Yeah, they came out in the second half, made some adjustments. Um, you know, first of all, we got the ball right away in one of our first plays. We could a penalty. Got behind the sticks, had to punt it, and they came down and got some chunk yardage primarily on the ground. and just kind of shoved it down our throats a little bit. But that was that was unfortunate. You know, we felt pretty good about our, our second half adjustments. Some things were, were lined up well. We got hit for a, a holding or blocking the back, one of the two. So all of a sudden, you go from a, a chunk yardage gain in their territory to being backed up in your own territory. Just a, a big swing at that time, and uh, it's it just things like that. You know, I think we had eight or nine penalties for almost 100 yards. You just you just can't do that. You know, we, we only had one turnover. Uh, it was. A, it was a bat, uh, you know, a mishandled snap, which whatever, we can live with that. Um, but four punts and nine penalties for almost 100 yards on top of the turnover, just, just too much to overcome tonight against a, a pretty solid Southeast Warren team.
18: Absolutely. There's both both teams you've played so far are very good teams, no doubt about that. Um, going into it, you knew you had some some holes to fill on this team. Uh, do you know a little bit about more about yourself after two games?
19: Yeah, somewhat. You know, we're starting to see some things. Um, you know, starting to see some guys rise a little bit. Starting to see some guys that you know we're we're still challenging and still hoping because we see some potential in them. So, uh, you know we, we played a freshman tonight, uh, Isaac Reyes. You know, he's a six foot six one, two hundred and seventy plus pound freshman that we wanted to give a chance on the D line against a team that runs ran the ball well. And he made some nice plays early in the game, and as the night went on, and so that that was good to see. You know, a kid that you know we weren't so sure, but he looked good in practice. and gave him a chance, and I think he. He deserves to stay in the rotation now. Um, you know, we're starting to see some things out of some of those guys that you know are starting to rise a little bit, and, and some of our older guys that were penciled into starting jobs are some of them are doing all right. Some of them are, are slipping a little bit, and I think now they see there's some some younger guys pushing for playing time as well. So it'll be an interesting dynamic. You know, we need some of those older guys and some of those potential varsity guys to really step up to the challenge and, and really push themselves. You know, their starting sports, spots aren't a guarantee. You know, it's just one of those. Of, I think some of the guys got a little complacent. They thought we were going to be pretty good. Thought things might be a little easy, and all of a sudden we get smacked in the face. And some of us got to figure out how to fight that, battle that, accept that challenge, and, and not just roll over and fold. So it'll be it'll be an interesting dynamic this week in practice. We're still looking for guys. We're still looking for guys to push push each other. And you know, we're next Friday can't come soon enough for a lot of these guys. I think I think some of these guys are going to be hungry and want, want to go. They're not very happy with how their season has started, um, but it's, it's a long way to go. And fortunately for us, the whole season's ahead of us with district play.
18: So, what's the leadership been like? Have you have some guys stepped up? Or are we is that kind of what you're talking about trying to find still find some leaders? Now,
19: leadership hasn't been very good. Um, you know, and that's and that starts with me too. Um, you know, I think. As a coaching staff, we've got to do a better job of, of talking about leadership and explaining leadership and modeling that leadership and doing some of that. So that that's, that falls on me, and then some of our young, some of our guys got to kind of figure that out and embrace that a little bit. And so, you know, leadership looks different for some of our guys. And some of our guys are are not real vocal leaders, and they've got to find ways to to be a little bit more vocal or figure out ways that they can. Pick pick up their teammates and challenge their teammates a little bit, which is which is tricky if you're not a very vocal person. And some of us that are vocal leaders have to learn how to you know channel that the right way. And it, it's it's a challenging thing when you're building a new team. It's a whole new dynamic, and a lot of these guys are first year starters and first year varsity guys, and things are coming out of a million miles an hour. Uh, you know, and the game hasn't slowed down a lot yet. So you know, well, winning always helps everything. Uh, you know, and that's that's it's right now when we're losing, it kind of lips on its head a little bit so everything kind of feels a little more heightened everyone feels a little more intense when, when things aren't going well um but just re- remind the guys right now you know waco's going to be a playoff team in southeast or waco southeast winfield's going to be a playoff team from last week there's no doubt in my mind they got a division one kid and southeast warren is i would be shocked if they don't run the table and finish the year eight and one and district champs and host a playoff game so We've, we've got our season ahead of us. The beauty of eight-man is there's no RPI. There's non-district. that doesn't have any weight at all. We've got six district games in the next seven weeks that are going to determine how long our season goes, and the whole season's ahead of us. We've got to remind ourselves also it's week one, so if it feels like week two. But luckily for us, you know it's still just week one. We've got a lot of season ahead of us, and we've got time for some of our guys to find that leadership and, and build, build on what we we're, were capable of and start to see the things that this group's capable of.
18: So offensively, I still the same game plan? If you had to change, you know, maybe, you know, what you're trying to do on offense, or is it just, just keep hammering away?
19: Yeah, you know, we're, we're still going to run the ball. You know, we're not very dynamic in the pass game. There's no doubt about that right now. But we have to find a way to get more balance, whether that's short, easy completions, whether that's more screen game, whether that's more play action. That's, that's definitely at the forefront of my weekend to-do list. We're going to have to find a way to keep teams a little bit more honest. Uh, I've also got to find a better way to to get more guys the ball. You know Aaron Olson had thirty plus carries tonight and uh, we just can't do that to him. It's not fair to him. it's not fair to his body. it's not fair to his teammates we just we have to find a way to divvy the we have to find a way to get a little more different, whether that's throw it, whether that's different guys get the ball we just i I've, I've got to find a way to be better as an offensive coordinator. there's no doubt about it um but we still have to establish that run game no matter who's running it and overall our alignments are starting to come together a little bit. Our skill guys have to do a lot better job blocking for one another and helping each other out. That's, that's, that's critical right now. You can't only play hard when you've got the ball or the ball's coming towards you a little bit. Um, you've got to really dig into that selflessness and not care if you're getting the ball or if it's coming at you. You're, every play, everybody's got to go 100%. And right now, we're not very deep. We've got a few guys dinged up, so it's, it's hard. It's hard to tell if, if we're 100% of the effort or if it's the, the physicality or, you know, are we dinged up? Are we winded? Are we out of shape? there's a lot that goes into that. And you know, when things aren't going well, like I said, things like that get really, uh, you know, they get they get a little more amplified a little bit. So we'll, we'll have the weekend to kind of look things over, make some adjustments. Um, and, and that starts at the top. That starts with me find some ways. Maybe we need to change some things in practice. Maybe we need to do a little more install and find ways to throw the ball a little bit more. Uh, like I said, find ways to get more guys' touches. And we'll, we're excited with the guys we have. We really do. We have some dynamic kids, and we've got to find ways to use them better
18: defensively same plan there odd front even front have we it, have we settled in on that yet or or what what's that looking like you know
19: it's been it's been kind of a by matchup uh week one we were an odd front um and we anticipated a different offensive look it's week zero against winfield i should say um they came out a heavy run game and we just left our odd front cause that's what we practiced mostly this week we knew we were, we were going to get more of a heavy front so we went to the, the, the even front um, so we we uh, we've run both. We've run a lot of different guys. We've played some different guys at different spots. Um, it, it really is matchup dependent and game plan dependent. So we're starting to build some depth, though. You know, we played four D linemen a lot this week. Um, next week, you never know. You know, we might play two D linemen or three D linemen. Might get some more secondary guys, some experience too. So we're we're uh, you know as uh, through two weeks. You know, I think we've used uh, 11 different defensive starters, maybe something like that already. So. We're, we're starting to build some depth there. I hope that should give us some options as we go forward.
18: So, Boyer Valley next week, um, how, do, how do you feel about that matchup?
19: I don't know. Too early to really tell. I, I don't know enough about them. They didn't play week zero. I haven't, haven't seen their score yet from tonight. Um, just from last year's team, uh, they were physical. They wanted to run the ball. They were a lot of under center eye formation. So, if that's the case, it'll be the third straight week of us being challenged. Um, with that same same identity, you know, it's a team that wants to punch you in the mouth, and, and Winfield punches in the mouth, and and Southeast these warm punches in the mouth, and uh, so that'll be a, a good way to figure out if we've changed some things, figured some things out, or if we or, or not. So if there's something else, then we'll, we'll make that adjustment. But as of right now, I, I would be, I, I think they're probably going to want to line up in the eye and shove it right at us. So we're going to find out in a hurry if we're if we're ready for that adjustment yet or not.
18: Well, looking forward to next week, get district play going for you. Coach, I want to thank you again for your time tonight. I uh, always enjoy visiting with you, and good luck the rest of the way.
19: Appreciate the coverage.
18: Thank you. You've been listening to head coach of the Audubon Wheelers, Sean Burks. This is the New A Ford Scoreboard Show.
2: Welcome back into the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show. KC Miners, Drew Derrickson here with you guys. We'll be on your airwaves here on KCIM and Kick 106.7 till midnight tonight. You'll be. So far, we've heard from Ryan Steinkamp, the coach at Kemper. Sean Burks, just listen to him, head coach at Audubon. We will listen to. Eric McCullough coming up later on tonight. Corey McCarvel. We listened to Brian Case and so much more. More interviews yet to come tonight. Drew, uh, it was a great week one of high school football.
18: Absolutely, there's some great games, and it's always good to visit with the coaches. You know, and I know everybody's same sentiments where the, the kids, as well as they're tired of hitting each other. Let's go hit somebody else. <laughs> yeah. And it,
2: even in the scrimmages, you know, those they're a little they're a little. Bubble wrap around him, you know, uh, to say because you don't want him to quite get hurt yet before the season starts. But kids definitely excited to get out and hit somebody else besides each other.
18: Absolutely, you know, the controlled scrimmages that it's good you can work on things, but it's just just not the same as getting out there and hitting that getting that first crack of the pads.
2: Run through scores again for you in Class 3A District One: the Carroll Tigers win tonight over and Slawega, twenty-eight to zero. Sioux Center on top of Sheldon, 14-6. Lamar's Downs' of Sergeant Bluff Luton, 17-14. And the MOC Floyd Valley wins big, 42-0. Central Island, George Little Rock in a surprising win, of 42-7. Sioux City East over Bishop Heelan, 35-3.
18: In Class 1A, District 8, uh, Kemper gets a little revenge on Loma from last year. Uh, Kemper does get the victory, 34-12. Uh, South Central Calhoun in their rivalry game with ESAC. Uh, they do win 48-7. Uh, Westwood Sloan defeats MVA 48-18. Trainer in a tight one with St. Albert's. They are victorious 21-17. El Aurelia shuts out West Monona 28-0. And Underwood goes on the road and defeats Tri-Center 58-14.
2: Yeah, and you were at the Kemper game, you know, and Nathan talked a little bit about it. What did you see from Kemper as they avenged their loss from Loma last year?
18: Well the thing with that was different from last year to this year, obviously Loma did, did graduate some of their line play and some of their skilled players. But the, the difference was is that, you know, they run full house backfield, very similar to what South Central does. First guy, second guy, you know, in the first drive they went ninety six yards and Put it in the end zone, you know, and, and I think Kemper was thinking, all right, here we go again. Uh, but, you know, they, they made some adjustments. Um, obviously, Logan Siebenhaller back at tailback. they're much more explosive offense. And I think defensively, as the game progressed, you know, they did get a pick six, which, you know, from DJ Vanami, which helps too. But their defense, obviously, last year to this year, uh, a few more playmakers, and um, they just did a, a great job on both sides of the football.
2: Yeah, and compared to last year, would you say that Kemper definitely opened some eyes with the victory tonight?
18: Absolutely, because, I mean, they did lose some, some some big pieces from last year. The, the Wanger kids gone, um, and some other ones as well. Um, it just It just it's amazing what athleticism and speed can do on a football field. And just adding that one piece of uh, Sieben had a, at a 71 yard touchdown run. Um, he was, you know, looked like he could break several more after that, um, you know, and then defensively uh, they're not big, but they're quick, you know, and, and they've got uh, Vanami playing safety as well. I mean, not afraid to have their quarterback playing defense, you know, and he had a big play. Um, they just, it, you know, it's, 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 it's going to be fun to watch them as they match up later on in district play with the Underwoods, you know, and the trainers and just to, to see, okay, how much can this team grow, you know, by the end of the season.
2: Yeah, and and I think a lot of schools you see, especially right here in West Central Iowa, you have kids go both ways. I know listening to the Carroll game tonight, you know, they had their quarterback playing defense for a little bit tonight, and you see that, especially in eight man, you know, some kids don't even leave the field.
18: Absolutely, you know, and I, you know, when you say that, I talk to Obviously, Coach Schaefer for Arweva, they've only got 15 guys out on their whole team, you know, and and for for those kids, to, you know, to play basically almost every snap of a football game, you know, you've got to tip your cap to them because that's just not something that's easy to do.
2: Yeah, and our Arweva, a young team this year. We'll listen to Head Coach Isaac Schaefer later on tonight, running through some more scores as we said earlier in Class 1A District 2, South Central County, on top of East Sac County. 48-7. Pocahontas area downs Manson Northwest Webster big tonight, 38-0. To AGWSR on top of Belmont Belmont Clemmie, 36-8. Woodward Granger defeats Madrid, 20-8. Eagle Grove loses to Clarion. Gofields down, 48-20. And then South Hamilton and Ronald Story played a good one tonight, 34-28. To In Class A, District 8. The IK Manning Wolves do
18: fall to AHSTW 32 0. MVA COU falls to Westwood Sloan 48 18. Woodbury Central defeats Hinton 41 13. Shenandoah defeats Missouri Valley 36 24. Like we said before, Kemper defeats Loma 34 12. Underwood defeats Tri Center 58 14. And we did have a first quarter score. Uh, Lawton Bronson was ahead of Akron Westfield 15 13. We'll keep working trying to get a final. <laughs> yeah, uh,
2: assuming, assuming the game's done with, not in the first quarter yet. Uh, you know, it's getting pretty late into the night. Class A District 1, Arweva loses tonight. We'll hear from Isaac Schaefer, co head coach of the Arweva Rockets. They lose 65 19. GTRA and Kingsley Pearson, a pretty good battle tonight 40 to 38 there in the eight man District 1 game. Newell Fonda on top of West Bend Mallard, 28-14. to we'll Good in Ralston and Coon Rapids. They will play tomorrow on Carroll Broadcasting Station, KKRL. Nick Brinks will be on that call as they play in the Valley game. Before we get to any more scores, you know how important is a game like that for some of these smaller 8-man schools getting to go play in a big 5A school like Valley? Oh, I think the kids have got to be excited
18: um, you know, the coaches joked that they can bring a lot of fans, and it, it still doesn't look like there's that many people there. You know, but what a great way to showcase the eight-man game. I know there's a lot of people that haven't even seen it before. You know, it's fun. Uh, you know, and, and these kids have a lot of pride. I think it's I, – I, I would – I played in the Dome when I was, you know, and I thought that was cool, but I can't imagine, you know, that was the playoffs, playing a regular season game in a venue as nice as, like, Valley Stadium. Yeah, and,
2: and especially being a, in being a smaller school and two schools that are fairly close to each other. This is a rivalry game being played in a big stadium like Valley.
18: Absolutely, and what a way to kick off your season week yeah. one. So, yeah, I, I mean, for the fans, it's got to be exciting. Coaches got to be excited. Players, I don't know how they go to bed tonight. You know, I mean, I just wake up jazzed up, ready to go.
2: And finishing out the eight-man district, one scores St. Mary's Remsen on top of Harris Lake Park, 42-7. Booyer Valley on top of River Valley, 42-6. And then Siouxland Christian loses to West Harrison, 59-8. In the eight-man district, 10. Audubon Wheelers
18: fall to Southeast Warren, 44-20. Exira elkhorn Kimbleton defeats Griswold, 61-22. Caminita edges Fremont Mills-Tabor, 26-25. Boyer Valley defeats River Valley forty-two to six. West Harrison defeats Sullen Christian fifty-nine to eight. East Mills defeats Woodbine fifty-five to fourteen. And of course, that eight-man game tomorrow between Glidden and Coon Rapids at Valley Stadium.
2: Yeah. A bunch of scores to go over still yet. We're almost into the second half of our show. We'll go ahead and step away. we got more coaches interviews coming up next here on the New Way Auto Scoreboard Show. Listen to KC Miners and Drew Erickson here on KCIM and KIKD.
5: When you buy from a local business, like one of the New Way Auto Group dealerships, the money stays right here in the local community. Supporting local businesses helps our local economy, and that lets us help local organizations, schools, and giving back to our community. Good luck to all players from the New Way Auto Group dealerships with locations in Coon Rapids, Jefferson, and Pocahontas.
0: New Way Auto Group, home of warranty forever. When you need to know, KCIM is the place to listen. On 1380 AM and 95.1 FM, this is KCIM Carol. One, two, three. Let's go.
1: KCIM and KICK 106.7 Sports presents The New Way Forward Friday Night Scoreboard Show. A complete rundown of all tonight's high school football action. The New Way Forward Friday Night Scoreboard Show is brought to you by Bruner, Bruner, Reinhardt & Morton, Culvers, Next Gen Chiropractic, DMac Carroll Campus, Gatorade, distributed by Pepsi-Cola Bottlers, Mackie Motors in Lake City, Stein Seed, Roselle Mutual Insurance, and by the Audubon Rec Center. Now, let's get you the scores from all tonight. Welcome back into the New Way Auto
2: Group scoreboard show here on KCIM, along with 93. I keep saying KKRL, but it's KICK 106.7. KC Miners, Drew Erickson here with you again. As we get into the second hour of our show, we're here till midnight a lot of scores come in tonight. A lot of local teams winning and losing tonight. We'll run through those scores, but first on the some of the some of the teams that are outside of the region, we got games. So last night Harlan lost to Lewis Central 30 to 27. Bonnerant Ferrar on top of Ballard tonight 36 to seven. Boone loses to Nevada tonight 38 to zero. Atlantic Downs, excuse me, Glenwood Downs Atlantic 43 27, and then Ogden over Perry 41 to zero. Drew, you got to talk with uh, one of the co-head coaches from the Rockets. We talked about him in a little bit. Uh, and if you're just joining us tonight, Are Weva does lose tonight, 69 to no, excuse me, 65 to 19. You got to talk with Isaac a little bit. What are some of the stuff without giving away too much? You know what they talked about after tonight's loss.
18: I think a lot of it was just getting some of those guys some varsity experience. You know, very young um, guys that haven't played the varsity level. You know, just getting them acclimated to the speed, you know, and the style and just the difference between JV versus varsity. Um, and really honestly, this was even a game of, of two halves where you could just see the improvement just from one half to the second half. You know, and this is going to be a team where they're young and they may take their lumps, but you're definitely you're not going to see any quit from them and I, you know, and they're they're well coached and and I'm excited like I told coach Schaefer, you know, it's one thing to Play your best and have it not be good enough, but when you know there's a lot of things that we can fix, you know it's it's exciting. You know, it makes you get ready to get back in, and, and what can we do better next week?
2: And you like you said, it was a game of two halves. As our Weaver was down fifty-one to zero at halftime, you know they could not stop Saint Edmunds. Uh, you know, and it was a tale of two halves. They do end up losing 65-19. to 19. We will step away. You'll hear from co-head coach Isaac Schaefer coming up next here on the New Way Auto Scoreboard Show here on KCIM and KIKD.
4: Little sweet. Did you get to work on time? Yeah, but I just realized it's Sunday. Little sweet says head on home.
1: Dr. Pepper's on its way.
0: So sweet. Baby, there's nothing better. I bet you've probably done something that deserves a Dr.
1: Pepper. Did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, and I don't even know what that is. It's a non-fungible token. Everyone's
0: done something
14: that deserves a Dr. Pepper.
5: When you buy from a local business, like one of the new auto group dealerships, the money stays right here in the local community. Supporting local businesses helps our local economy, and that lets us help local organizations, schools, and giving back to our community. Good luck to all players from the New Way Auto Group dealerships with locations in Coon Rapids, Jefferson, and Pocahontas.
4: Bruner, Bruner, Reinhardt & Morton is a general practice law firm that's been providing highly ethical, professional, and dedicated legal services to their clients since 1936 in Carroll, Glidden, Coon Rapids, and Guthrie Center communities. Bruner, Bruner, Reinhardt & Morton is a four-attorney firm with a combined 97 years of experience. For more information, call Barry, Dave, Eric, or Jessica at 792-3480 or visit BrunerLegal.com.
0: Nobody has delivered more high-yielding Enlist E3 Soybean Genetics to the marketplace than Stein. That means your local Stein representative can provide you with the product knowledge and seed genetics to help you maximize profits on every acre you plant. Discover yield plus experience by partnering with the undisputed leader in Enlist E3 Soybean Genetics. Learn more at SteinSeed.com. Stein has yield.
18: Welcome back to the New Ford Ford Scoreboard Show. I'm Drew Derrickson. Now joining us, co-head coach of the Arweva Rockets, Isaac Schaefer. Coach, tough one tonight, uh, St. Edmonds, uh, final score 65-19. Uh, what were your thoughts on the game?
20: I mean, all in all, I mean, at the tail end, we actually got to figure stuff out. But, no, first half, we kind of just kind of were deer inhaled. It, a little bit unready. But, granted, super young team It's kind of one of the things you just kind of have to expect. That then, a lot of things that didn't go our way, just random stuff just pop up. But, again, it's one of the things as a young team, we just got to help ourselves out also.
18: Young team, I believe you've got uh, 15 guys out total. Is that correct?
20: Yep, 15 guys. And so, then how, how many which,
18: guys, I'm sorry, how many guys had varsity experience going into tonight?
20: Uh, five or six. Well yeah, so with only 15 guys and a guy here and guy there, that has to go to Dr. Portman or something, it makes running a scout team kind of hard, but they work pretty hard, just, yeah, we'd like to have a little more guys than that.
18: Sure. So offensively, what was the game plan going into the game tonight? What were you trying to do when you had the football?
20: I mean, offense plan was try to keep stuff very simple and simple and efficient and all that. But again, like you said, first half. They were just kind of deer in headlights. We had a bunch of freshmen kind of running around here and there. But as the game went on, we got stuff figured out and made it better, a lot better.
18: So were you trying to use your speed and get to the outside or or go between the tackles, or what was the game plan?
20: Oh, The game plan, yeah, basically try to get stuff outside, try to keep it simple, try to use our speed. We're not the biggest team, but... No, we had decent speed and were conditioned very well. That's a, that was the game plan, but like I said, things happen here and there. a unfortunate interception or a younger kid runs around and just a an incomplete pass. But, yeah.
18: So defensively, what was the plan going in? How do you stop a team like St. Ed's?
20: With St. Ed, I mean, they don't do anything too crazy. Just a no lot of motion, handing the ball off off motion or pulling it. With that, I mean, just the plan was just you no, know, to get physical up front and have uh, linebackers fill in. The problem was at the very beginning, again, young guys, just we weren't feeling fast enough with uh, D-backs, again, both our freshmen, just they're letting receivers go up, get behind them in coverage and all that and zone. But as the game went on, we approved a lot better. Still things to work on.
18: Obviously, it's a work in progress. Uh, what do you say to the kids? You know, how do you keep them you know, from getting too down on themselves, knowing that, hey, these are our guys. We need them you know, for four quarters and obviously for, for a season of games yet.
20: I mean, they know we're young. We don't have many guys to sub in, sub out. I mean, we, we don't hound them at all. I mean, Kyle, we can't hound them, but they do a great job taking the criticism. Okay, this is what I need to do better as an individual. That's what's going to help the team out. And just keep mode based, on, hey, you gotta make sure you do your job. That's to help someone else do their job and so on.
18: So you did score nineteen points. Uh, what was what was working there on offense to get to get some points on the board there towards the end?
20: In the second half, that nineteen points, yeah. Yes. With that just actually executing routes, executing blocks. That's the main point, well the main reason why we got those 90 points we executed we did things right
18: so we you able to sustain drives or was it big plays or or big chunks or what uh, was what was working a
20: little bit of a little bit of both i mean there's some lucky plays here and there but we were able to sustain somewhat then have a nice play off play action or maybe they blow a coverage to make it help us but we were able to figure things out Dink and dunk away then had that one couple of nice explosive plays to cap it off.
18: Sure. So going into next week now, what are what are some things and your you know, just obviously you haven't seen the film yet, but what are some things off the top of your head that you're like, I definitely think we need to work on this.
20: I mean, first of all, executing what we have, we know what we do, what we do at practice. This the first half they like I said, they just didn't execute. They just were yin yun, kind of deer in the headlights. Now, having this game on the belt, like, hey, this is varsity football, this is what we have to do to compete. Then, on top of that, just running crisper routes, linemen block, the same block's a little longer, and engage a little harder, but that's the kind of game plan going to next week.
18: So looking ahead at the schedule next week, doesn't get any easier for you. It's Kingsley-Pearson. How do you you slow a team down like that?
20: I mean, with Kingsley-Pearson, they return a lot, get great speed, and a lot of experience with that just we just got to execute on our end and just hopefully have some lucky plays here and there but all now we just got to execute on our end and we'll see where the chips fall
18: how about conditioning wise uh tonight and going forward did you feel like the guys were in good shape i know that's something you talked about you know going into this game uh did it feel like they were the more conditioned team
20: oh uh, yeah i think we were the more conditioned team just Mentally, might have to work a little more conditioning. Working a little more conditioning on the mental side, like and building the confidence in ourselves, then and trusting ourselves. That's the thing we need to work on with them this upcoming week.
18: So, when you've got young kids like that too, I hate to harp on it, but uh, how was the communication? You know, were they were they talking, or was it getting better as the game goes on? You know, what did you yeah, notice?
20: Like, like you said, they as the game went along, they actually got better. Just the first half is just. Almost deer's in the headlight scenario, but that and they almost second guess themselves. Oh, an overthought. But as the game went along, like we said, it just they got a lot better.
18: So a lot to be said. You know, there's. It seems like always week one to week two is where you'll see almost the most improvement from a team. Um, is that kind of what you're, what you feel about your team as well?
20: Yes. I mean, from our scrimmage to this game, we saw some improvements here and there. Then, from after having a full, full-time varsity game under their belt, they know what to expect and know what they have to bring. If they do what they did in the second half, we can we will start off in the second game a lot better.
18: Well, it definitely sounds like that second half was you know really a tale of two games, and you know they yes. get that good experience. Um, I guess I'm looking forward to see you know next week improvement and even. You know, obviously, as they gain experience throughout the year, I would think you'd be thinking the same thing.
20: Oh, yeah. Just looking forward to them. Keep building confidence. Keep building upon the good things and, like, hey, we might make a mistake here. This is how we're going to fix it and keep on going.
18: Well, Coach, I want to thank you uh, for visiting with us tonight. Uh, definitely looks like the team's already headed in the right direction, and I'm looking forward to, to visiting with you in the weeks to come.
20: All right. Thank you. Yep,
18: thank you. You've been listening to co-head coach Isaac Schaefer of the Arweva Rockets and the New Way Ford scoreboard show.
7: The Audubon Recreation Center is the board and buster your family is looking for. Enjoy fun activities including an arcade and batting cage, eight lanes of bowling, racquetball court, soft play area, even grab a bite to eat and a cold drink from their full bar. You're guaranteed to have a great time with the whole family at the Audubon Recreation Center. No membership is required. The Audubon Recreation Center, the south of Albert the Bull in Audubon, Iowa. Open Tuesday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Friday and Saturdays, 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. And Sundays open, 11 a.m. to 9 p.m.
2: Welcome back into the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show. KC Miners, Drew Erickson here with you on KICK 106.7 along with KCIM 1380 AM 95.1 FM. Week 1 scores, running through those again. We've listed them a bunch tonight. We've heard from multiple coaches. Still more to come coming up here later on throughout the show. We are into the second hour of this show as it will be on both stations until midnight tonight. Looking at Class 3A District 1, Carroll on top of Denison Slushwig tonight in Denison, 28-0. Sioux Center went to Sheldon and beat them 14-6. Sergeant Bluff-Luton loses to Lamars on the road tonight. 17-14, MOC Floyd Valley tops Sidley O'Sheedon 42-0, Boyden Hall Rock Valley loses 52-7 to Central Lion George Little Rock, and Bishop Heelan starts the season 0-1 as they lost to Sioux City East 35-3.
18: Class 1A District 8, Kemper at home defeats Loma 34-12, South Central Calhoun over East Sac 48-7, Westwood Sloan over M V A O C O U forty eight eighteen. 48-18. Trainer on the road beats St. Albert, 21-17. Alta Aurelia shuts out West Monona, 28-0. Underwood defeats Tri-Center,
2: 58-14. Looking at Class 1A District 2 again, South Central Calhoun on top of East Sac County, 48-7. Pocahontas area beats Manson Northwest Webster, 38-0. Beaumont Clemmy loses on the road tonight 36-8 to AGWSR. Woodward Granger Woodward Granger wins their home opener 20-8 over Madrid. Eagle Grove loses tonight 48-20 to Clarion Goldfields down in South Hamilton. Ronald Story in a good one with South Hamilton winning 34-28.
18: Class A, District 8, IKM Manning falls to AHSTW 32-0. MVAO-COU falls to Westwood Sloan, 48-18. Shenandoah defeats Missouri Valley, 36-24. Underwood over Tri-Center, 58-14. First quarter score, Lawton-Bronson, 15. Akron-Westfield, 13. Woodbury-Central defeats Hinton, 41-13. And again, Kemper over Loma, 34-12.
2: Looking at an A-Man District 1, we just listened to co-head coach Isaac Schaefer as the Arweva Rockets lose tonight 65-19 on the road. They will take on Kingsley Pearson next week, who lost tonight as well on the road to GTRA 40-38. Newell Fonda wins over West Bend Mallard 28-14. Bouyer Valley wins their home opener tonight 42-16. And St. Mary's Remsen beats Harris Lake Park 42-7. And then West Harrison and Sue, Sue Atlanta Christian sees West Harrison come out on top, 59-8. Also in Class 8, 8-man District 1, Glidden-Rawson and Coon Rapids, where we've mentioned it, will play tomorrow night down at Valley Stadium in Des Moines on KKRL. You can catch Nick Brinks with the call on that one.
18: 8-man District 10, Audubon, their home opener. They lose to Southeast Warren, 44-20. Exira, Alcorn, Kimbleton. Over Griswold, sixty one twenty two, Boyer Valley over River Valley, 42-6. East Mills on the road defeats Woodbine, 55-14. Caminita, nips Fremont Mills-Tabor, 26-25. And again, West Harrison over Siouxland Christian, 59-8.
2: Now, Drew, you had the time to catch up with... IKM Manning, head coach Corey McCarville. They did lose tonight. They got shut out, thirty-two to zero. What kind of stuff did he have to say as you were talking to him?
18: I just think he felt like they didn't execute. You know, on both sides of the ball, a lot of you know things where they hurt themselves. Uh, things that they definitely want to you know get cleaned up and and work on this next week um, and hopefully have a better outcome against Westwood next week.
2: Well, we will go ahead and step away. We'll listen to Corey McCarvel, ICM Inning Head Coach, coming up next here on the New Way Auto Scoreboard Show on KCIM and KIKD.
10: Skip the line and order online at Culver's.com now. Go to Culver's.com and select if you'd like to carry out your order or select curbside and we'll deliver out your meal hot and fresh to your vehicle in a special curbside parking stall. No need to wait in a drive-thru line. Order online today at Culver's.com. Since
11: 1984, Culver's has been delighting guests one meal at a time with signature Butterburgers made with fresh, never-frozen Midwest-raised beef. Pair it with Wisconsin cheese curds and made daily... Fresh Frozen Custard, now that's a winning combination.
17: Golders, welcome to delicious! Mackie Motors has been serving Lake City and the surrounding areas for over 50 years, and our number one goal is customer satisfaction. Whether you come in to purchase a new Chevy Buick or certified used vehicle from our knowledgeable sales team, get an oil change in our top-of-the-line quick loop, need a tune-up from our service department, or even need some detailed bodywork done in our state-of-the-art facility, we are always making sure you, the customer, are our number one concern. Find new roads at Mackey
12: Motors in
6: Lake City. Being a part of a team is not only fun; it can give our students a sense of identity and help them develop long-term relationships. This is Dr. Nate Luth, Next Generation Chiropractic. Student athletes, make sure you are taking care of your body before, during, and after the game. Proper warm-ups and cool-down are vital to staying on the field or court and having regular chiropractic appointments can help reduce the risk of injury. Stay in the game by taking care of your body. Good luck to all area student athletes this season. Let's stay healthy and have fun.
17: Mackie Motors has been serving Lake City and the surrounding areas for over 50 years, and our number one goal is customer satisfaction. Whether you come in to purchase a new Chevy Buick or certified used vehicle from our knowledgeable sales team, get an oil change in our top of the line quick loop, need a tune-up from our service department, or even need some detailed bodywork done in our state-of-the-art facility, we are always making sure you, the customer, are our number one concern.
12: Find new roads at Mackie Motors in Lake City. Jeff Lankman joined by Eric McCullough, the head football coach for the Sac Raiders here on the New Way Honor Group scoreboard show. The Raiders falling here in the season opener to South Central Calhoun, 48-7. to Eric, uh, you know, I thought the defense tonight, especially against the run, was something, especially early in the game, you guys had to be pretty happy with tonight.
21: Uh, yeah, Jeff. I mean, uh, it's just, I know, you look at the score and, and we talk about those things. And um, in that first half, I think there was just maybe four or five big plays that, that is, we just we just weren't in the right alignment, um, and that's that's the coaching staff and and the players and and the whole thing. We just have to do a better job of of communicating that and making sure we understand um, situations, uh, you know. And otherwise, like you said, I, I think our defense did a did a real good job to the run, and and it's just really heartbreaking when you have them for a third and long, and then they hit a big play, or you yeah. have them for a second and long, and then they hit a big that big touchdown play for what seventy or eighty yards. I mean, it's those are ones that can sometimes take the wind out of sails pretty quick.
12: I mentioned it at the halftime. I told Jeff Honnold, who helped me broadcast the game, I'm like, you know, I'm like, third downs killed you guys tonight. The South Central won this game on third down conversions in the first half, I thought.
21: Yeah, you know, I, exactly. I haven't, you know, looked at the stats, but when you think back on it, there's a lot of things going through my mind right now. But yep. but that's one of them right there, like you said, is we, defensively, I thought we, we put them in positions we wanted to put them in. Um, you want to put teams in those, those third and long situations. And, um, but Coach Case does a good job with those kids, does a good job with his staff, and um, put them in position to make plays, and they made plays on us. You know? and, and, I, and I think we'll get there. Um, it, it's just one of those hard lessons.
12: Were you surprised at all to see um, how much they came out and ran the spread tonight? I mean, they do that, but but this is a program that always kind of survives on the full house tea. but tonight they they really spreaded you guys out.
21: Yeah, you know, and there's always, you, you try to keep stuff to yourself, but um kids talk parents talk whatever you know we kind of had an idea that that's something that they wanted to look at doing and um you know the batta kid does a nice job he throws a hell of a ball i mean he really does um he's got some really athletic receivers um and and it works for him um times i thought they did struggle in the tee but maybe we schemed a little too much for the tee and not enough for the spread, you know, and, and, and trying to understand. And that's what makes it so hard to prepare for a team like South Central. Um, it's not like they have a base and go off of that, but going from the full house to going to the spread is, is two, two different things that you're trying to prepare your defense for.
12: I that one guy that really jumped off the board luke ornamont it looked like he was all over the field defensively tonight
21: yeah i, I luke has done a real good job in our what we call our mike linebacker spot and, and making calls and talking and uh i, I thought both of our linebackers uh, about halfway through the first maybe the second quarter um started kind of feeling a little bit more comfortable um him and ludwig i thought we're doing a pretty decent job um at times uh and, and we'll just continue i mean we do have kids that come back from last year and, and have some playing time, but we just still have a lot of learning to do yet.
12: You're young coming into the year. What did you see overall? What are some of the positive things that you're taking away from tonight?
21: Uh, I, I just thought our special teams were mm-hmm. been a lot better than they have been in the past. I mean, all the way through uh, from our punt and our kickoff and, and our returns. I mean, so those are things that are going to be very beneficial for us later in the season, I truly believe. Um in our defense, you know, I, I kind of had a feeling that I thought our defense would kind of be the kind of be the strength right now. We still have a lot to learn. We were four 2 five for a lot of years, and mm-hmm. going to this three four, um, it's just a lot of learning for the kids. I mean, you can prepare all summer, but you get against equal or better talent, things reads change a little bit. Um, we just have to give, give some more better looks somehow, you know, and as a, as a coaching staff, and, and get our kids ready.
12: You mentioned special teams. I said something to you about that when we walked over here. I know during the broadcast we mentioned it. Honald said it in the broadcast, I feel it. I think you guys are going to score on on your kick returns at some point this year, maybe even a punt return. Charlie Veit. Hits, he finds those creases, and the guys block for him up front. I, you guys got good field position or pretty good field position around the 30 or more quite a bit tonight. So I, I think against other teams, especially in your district and, and later in the season, th- those could turn into some really big plays for you guys.
21: Yes, and, you know, on that, uh, Jeff, that's an emphasis we put as a coaching staff in the last couple of years. We wanted to um, definitely – put a little bit more time in our return game. Um, I mean, we didn't really get a chance to run punt return. um, Just didn't get that situation very often, but uh, a lot of time we got a lot of kickoff returns tonight. And um, I think we are, I, I, our kids up front do a good job. They're really buying into what we're asking them to do. Um, And again, going against, a little bit athletic talent uh it challenges you a little bit and uh we just have to learn from those watch film and and try and get a little better and um Luke Wright does a great job with kickoff too mm-hmm. I mean uh when you get kicked in the end zone that just helps your defense a ton um you know and and then I thought Sam Julian, being a sophomore does a fabulous job back yep. there um still gave up a little bit of rush um but we he stuck in there and and got some great punts off
12: coach the passing game i know the number's not going to look really good but i, I think some of it's going to be maybe the guys just get more comfortable uh, you yeah, had some opportunity, some guys open some balls that hit guys hands i think as the season goes on those catches are going to be there i think the passing game did you see some things that you liked in that tonight even though you didn't get a lot of completions
21: yeah I, you know it's not that we had a ton of ton of time because again their defense when they're running that three four and they're bringing edge rush off and um, our tackles have to slide and we, we did a good they did a good job our guys up front did a good job of adjusting that um, because once we started sliding and then the inside backer was going so we got you know Luke had a little bit more pressure on him but our guys did a good job of talking through that and like you said when we did give time um, we got to catch the ball uh, there was a lot of times that you know ball hits it hits your hands or hits the chest um, you, you got to catch it, and it, it's pretty frustrating. I know it's frustrating for our guys too. I mean, they don't want to drop it. They, right. they want it. That's why they're in that position. That's why they want to play that position. Not like they want to. It's just, uh it just wasn't clicking tonight in our past game. You know. But, um, and I know it's against some of the some of the maybe seconds and thirds. But for our offense to drive down ninety six some yeah. yards, um, yeah. with a lot of our same guys out there, uh, that's why I talk to the kids about that. Their conditioning. I mean, that to be able to still. Push hard that in that fourth quarter there. Um, again, is good things. We didn't leave a goose egg on.
12: Yeah, something to build on. I was just going to ask you about that. Something to build on that last drive for you guys able to score there right before yeah. the end of
21: the ball game. Yeah, and, and we're able to you know talk to guys and and be able to see our running backs to see something a little bit. Um, so it, and just to get some points on the board, I, I think that's uh that's a huge thing for us. Um, you just want to. Continue to put a little more points on the board, you know.
12: Yeah, Coach uh, Ridgeview coming up next week. I know they opened up with OABCIG tonight, so uh, you know if OABCIG is like they've been, you might be looking at a team kind of coming in, looking to kind of lick their wounds a little bit like you guys next week. So what are you looking at with them? I know that these the first four or five games on the schedule before the season started looked like some pretty tough teams.
21: Yeah, you know, hopefully we'll get that film um, tomorrow because they they had some coaching changes up there. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, you, we know, kind of know the athletes that they're going to have. We've had opportunity to play them in JV and, and varsity, like we've talked the last couple of years. So we have an idea, but um, they've kind of gone to that spread here the last couple of years. And with the new head coach, um, you know, we just kind of kind of get some film and, and try and see what we can do. I, I think it'll be a better matchup for us mm-hmm. um, out of the, the first four games. This is definitely one that I think um, fits kind of just the same type of kids. Um, so, it's going to give us a chance, to, I think, to try and do some more things. But, um, you know, one of our coaches told the kids, you know, your, your biggest growth is between that first and second game. Yep. And, uh, it, and we can continue to do that. And we just um, have to kind of critique ourselves uh, all the way down and, and, and kind of do our things better our alignments, our, our rushes, our plays, our communication, all that stuff. And, and then hopefully it'll come together and, and put us in the right position.
12: Well, Coach, appreciate you joining us here on the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show. Looking forward to talking to you next week to break down that Ridgeview game coming up.
21: All right. Hey, thank you, Jeff.
12: Head Coach Eric McCullough again with the ESAC Raiders. Again, they fall here tonight losing to South Central Calhoun by a final of 48-7.
14: Earning college credit while in high school is a smart choice. Area high school students have several college class options available to them through the DMAT Carroll campus at no cost to them. High school students, talk to your high school counselor today to learn how DMACC college credit can be part of your high school plan at no cost to you. Explore your future now by contacting the DMACC Carroll campus at 792-1755. That's 792-1755.
2: KC Miners, Drew Erickson back with you guys on the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show here on KICK 106.7 along with 1380 AM, 95.1 FM, KCIM. Do have to make up that was ESAC head coach Eric McCullough tonight, not ICANN Manning's coach. We'll hear from Corey McCarville coming up in a little bit. ESAC does lose tonight, 48-7 to South Central Cal, whom we've already heard from Brian Case. Coaches to come up, but we haven't heard from yet. Craig Groder and the Carroll Tigers—they won tonight, twenty-eight to zero. We'll hear from Corey McCarville and IKM Manning. Hello, the only two coaches we have left to talk to. Ikea Manning lost thirty-two to zero tonight. We just heard Coach McCullough talk about, you know, a big improvements from week one to week two. What are some of those improvements you think that you'll see definitely throughout the week from these kids?
18: Well, you think, you know, most of those kids were sophomores, you know, and so juniors. Um, they did play a lot last year. Um, I think a lot of it just between cleaning up penalties, um, you know, making sure, you know, they're properly lined up on defense. Are we in, you know, are we, are we adjusting the coverage, whatever they need to do, you know, and then obviously on the offensive line, you know, making calls, you know, picking up blitzes, things like that, you know, all stuff that, you know, obviously that's a tough team to play too, South Central Calhoun. I mean, you know, it, two animals there, two different styles of offenses. But, I mean, I'm sure there's things on tape that, you know, that they'll be able to see and correct.
2: Yeah, and they did lose tonight to South Central Calhoun, 48-7. They got Ridgeview coming up next week. Ridgeview did lose tonight to OABCIG, 47-0. We'll run through some more scores for you. First, we'll go out of town real quick. And yesterday, Harlan loses to Lewis Central, 30-27. Bondurant Farrar tops Ballard tonight, 36-7. Boone loses to Nevada 38-0, Glenwood over Atlantic 43-27, and Ogden over Perry 41-0. Looking in Class 3A District One, I mentioned it earlier, Carroll does a win tonight 28-0. They were up 21 nothing at half. Some big plays for Carroll happened tonight. As they had a 55-yard touchdown, a 30-yard passing touchdown, and a 43-yard rushing touchdown. Sergeant Bluff Luton loses to Lamar's tonight 17-14. Sioux Central on top of Sheldon, 14-6. MLC Floyd Valley wins their first game of the year, 42-0. Central Lion George Little Rock on top of Boyden Hall Rock Valley, 52-7. And Bishop Helan loses to Sioux City East, 35-3. Class 1A District 8, Kemper
18: defeats Loma, 34-12. South Central Calhoun defeats CSAC, 48-7. Westwood Sloan over MVAO COU, 48-18. Trainer goes to St. Albert's. They win 21-17. Alta Aurelia really on the road shuts out West Monona 28-0. And Underwood defeats Tri-Center 58-14.
2: Any of those scores in that Class 1A District 8 that really jump out to you, Drew, tonight?
18: Um, Looking at those scores, um, I guess... You know really, you know, with Calhoun and ESAC being a rivalry game, um you think maybe that game may be you know a little tighter um but you know, and then I look at like some of these other teams like m v a o and and West Monona, you know those were teams that uh were towards the bottom of the district last year, so maybe not as big a surprise, and really underwood with a big win that's the team that's been on the top, so really of those three teams that that's kind of how. You know I guess I thought it would go. Obviously, I was impressed with Kemper, um, not that they won, but just the way that they did win the game.
2: They did it on all sides of the ball, defense, special teams, and really uh, the offense, the three, the three main categories that you play football on. Absolutely. They took care of the ball. You know they won the turnover battle.
18: and um, you know really, you know even when, when Loma showed some signs of life there in, in trying to make it a football game, you know, a big play in defense defensive pick six, and that pretty much ended any hopes they had of a rally there.
2: In Class One A District Two, looking at some more scores as we mentioned: South Central Calhoun on top of East Sac, forty-eight to seven. Agwsr beats Belmont Clemmy tonight, thirty-six to eight. Clarion Gofield Downs on top of Eagle Grove, forty-eight to twenty. Pocahontas Area beats Manson Northwest Webster, thirty-eight to zero. Woodward Granger defeats at Madrid tonight, 20-8. And then South Hamilton defeats Ronald Story, 34-28.
18: Class A, District 8, AHSTW defeats IKM Manning, 32-0. Westwood Sloan over MVAOCOU 48-18. Shenandoah on the road defeats Missouri Valley, 36-24. Underwood over Tri-Center, 58-14. Uh, we did get a final. Uh, Lawton-Bronson defeats Akron-Westfield 29-13. Woodbury-Central over Hinton 41-13. And then again, Kemper over Loma 34-12.
2: And we will hear from IK inning head coach Corey McCarvel coming up in just a little bit. They did lose tonight 32-0. Looking at, more sc- looking at more scores on the docket from last- from tonight. Eight-man District 1, Arweva loses tonight 65-19. They were down 51-0 at half and 37-0 after the end of the first quarter. Kingsley Pearson loses to GTRA on the road tonight 40-38. Newell Fonda tops West Bend Mallard 28-14. Bouyer Valley beats River Valley 42-6. And it's West Harrison on top of Siouxland Christian 59-8. And then I will mention again, we mentioned multiple times, Glidden Ross and Coon Rapids Baird coming up tomorrow night from Valley Stadium. Eight-man District
18: 10, Southeast Warren on the road over Audubon, 44-20. Exira elkhorn Kimbleton, 61-22 over Griswold. Caminito, a one-point win over Fremont Mills-Tabor, 26-25. Boyer Valley over River Valley, 42-6. East Mills over Woodbine 55-14, and West Harrison over Siouxland Christian
2: 59-8. We will go ahead, step away. We'll listen to Corey McCarvel, head coach of ICANN Manning, coming up next right after this break.
10: Skip the line and order online at Culver's.com now. Go to Culver's.com and select if you'd like to carry out your order or select curbside and we'll deliver out your meal hot and fresh to your vehicle in a special curbside parking stall. No need to wait in a drive through line. Order online today at Culver's.com. Since
11: 1984, Culver's has been delighting guests one meal at a time with signature Butterburgers made with fresh, never frozen Midwest raised beef. Pair it with Wisconsin cheese curds and made daily fresh frozen custard. Now that's a winning combination. Cool
12: welcome to delicious
18: welcome back to the new way ford scoreboard show i'm drew derrickson now joining us head coach of the ikm manning wolves Corey mccarville wolves did fall tonight to ahstw by a score of 32 to 0 uh coach uh, probably not the outcome you were you were looking for to start the season off but what were some of the positives he took out of this game
22: well, there wasn't a lot of positives. I mean, when you lose thirty-two nothing, we you know we were close at half. Um, the other positive is you know we left a lot of plays out on the field. Um, we did we did move the ball okay at times. We just got to be a lot more consistent with
18: what we're doing. So offensively, when you had the football, what were they doing to you? Defensively, that made it hard to move the football.
22: No, we just weren't winning many battles up front. You know, we stressed to our guys a lot that. Bit the game of football is on up to it, and uh, you know, there's a lot of mini battles up there, and we have to win some of them. We, we just flat didn't. we got to win some of those those battles up front, and you have to move people to get some running lanes, and we just didn't do it.
18: So were they just bigger up front, or quicker, or what What were, what were they doing uh, scheme-wise?
22: Well, you know, they the, the biggest thing is, yeah, they're they're bigger than us, and that's going to be a, a common theme, and I, we've seen that before, but Really, to me, and I, I'll have to watch some more tape, is we have to do a better job of maintaining blocks. Once we get into guys, we have to maintain that and move them.
18: So defensively, when you were on defense, uh, what were they doing with the ball offensively to score their points?
22: Well, they scored in a variety of ways. You know, they, they, they you know, 32 nothing, but it was actually a little bit closer. They scored on a point return for a touchdown. You know, they had a long interception return. They set up a, a very, very short touchdown as well. Um, you know, and, and I think we had another fumble or another turnover in there that gave them a short field. So they had some short fields, and then they hit on a very long pass on a blown coverage, right? You know, right before halftime, it was close for the most part in the first half, and then we kind of stumbled a little bit right before halftime, and so that, that that did not help our cause.
18: Uh, what was the talk uh, going into the locker room? What were some of the, the uh, changes or adjustments that you wanted to make?
22: Well, you know, there, we knew that there was a couple of pass plays out there that we thought we could hit on, and we tried and you know, unfortunately, we didn't hit on on any of those. Um, we, you know, we adjusted a little bit of our coverage, and, and really the biggest thing is we got to find somebody that kind of wants to be kind of the vocal and and energy leader of this team. And right now, we we don't we do not have that, so we got to find that.
18: So, what are a couple of things that we're going to f- focus on next week, as far as as looking ahead to next week, is practice, and then I believe it's is it Westwood you have next week on the schedule?
22: Yeah. Yep, the biggest thing is gonna be tackling. I mean, we always we knew we always accept that tackling week one is not great, but our tackling tonight was atrocious. so we we are going to spend a lot of time on tackling because Westwood has one of the better running backs that you'll find in Class A football and the Duval kid they have some very good linemen, so it's gonna be a challenge if if we don't tackle well, we're gonna be go.
18: So just besides tackling um what's what's something or a couple things that you know, offensively and defensively, both you can you can do to to be better next week.
22: Well, we better be more physical. I mean, what what I saw today and up front is not going to be it's not going to work and it's not acceptable. And um, I mean, I'm, we're not going to get overly schematic with things. It's, you have to be physical up front. You have to move people, and we have to tackle better.
18: Experience-wise, did you feel like you had? guys tonight that were getting their their first varsity experience or were there guys that you know that this wasn't their first go-around?
22: No we had a lot of guys you know we we replaced pretty much the vast majority of our starting offensive line you know we had four new starting offensive linemen today new quarterback new tight end um, new running back Uh, you know so we knew that we had a whole bunch of new starters on offense Um, and a lot of guys were getting their first reps in varsity and um, I, I think they were awakened that it's a whole different deal. I think a lot of them just kind of eased into it and thought it would be a lot like a, a JV game, and they quickly realized that that is not the case.
18: So depth-wise, how are you looking? Are there guys playing both ways for you, like tonight and, and going forward? Or are you able to sub some of those guys out?
22: Well, we're going to have to figure out what we want to do. We have some playing both ways. Some are being subbed, and uh, you know we're going to have to look at that, and we'll try to get our – our best 11 on the field. And like we've said for a long time, we we always try to get our, our best 16, 17, 18 guys on the field. And that's what we'll continue to do.
18: So there's a lot to be said that they say that, you know, from week one to week two is sometimes, you know, the, the biggest improvement you'll see. Um, is that what you anticipate from your team as well?
22: Well, I certainly hope that that's the case. Um, you know, we're like I said, we're really looking for someone to step up and be kind of a vocal and Energy type leader, and uh, uh, hopefully we, we we get a little bit more energy, and a little bit more focus, and a little bit more buy-in, and uh, that's that's really what we need to do,
5: Coach.
18: Obviously, looking for that leadership, you know, or is it, is it you know leadership by being vocal, or is it just by example, or is it a little bit of both, or or I mean, what do, what do you want to see out there?
22: Well, right now we, we have some guys that are, are really good leader by examples guys, but w- we need to find somebody that's going to kind of give us a spark of energy. You know, Cooper Purdue, Cooper Earlmeyer, Eli Dreyer, they are, they are great kids. They are great seniors. And, and they, for the most part, they're relatively soft-spoken. They're tremendous football players, all three of them. And, and really, it's some of the younger guys that need to kind of take that next step forward.
18: Well, hopefully, coach, that's what we'll see next week. Um, I Again, thank you this week for your time. Uh, the Wolves do fall 32 uh, 0, but they will be back in action next week against Westwood. This has been Coach Corey McCarville for the I.K. Manning Wolves and the New Way Ford Scoreboard Show.
2: Welcome back into the New Way Auto. Scoreboard show here on Kick 106.7 along with KCIM 1380 AM 95.1 FM. Just heard IKM Manning lost 32-0. That was head coach Corey McCarver. We got one more coach yet to listen to tonight, and that is Craig Rowetter with the Carroll Tigers. Carroll does win tonight. They did win 30, excuse me, 28-0. A couple big play touchdowns in that game. They did lead that game 21-0 at half. Look at another District 3, Class 3A District 1 scores for you. Sergeant Bluff Luton loses tonight to Lamars 17-14. Sioux Center on top of Sheldon 14-6. MOC Floyd Valley defeats Sidley O'Sheedon 42-0. And Boyden Hall Rock Valley loses in kind of a big game against Central Lion George Little Rock 52-7. Central Lion George Little Rock was up 39-0 at halftime in that game. And then Sioux City East and Bishop Heelan Bishop Heelan loses thirty-five to three. Drew, uh, you haven't. We didn't get to talk uh, much. Carol yet tonight so far. They did win twenty-eight to zero. You know what have you heard about the Tigers so far coming into this season?
18: Well, I know that uh, they had more experience last year. I think they only had two returning starters. So I mean, obviously they've got some re- some people with experience coming back. Uh, it Sounds like that sophomore class is is they're playing a lot and it looked like they were being successful. Um, you know, that, that's a tough district. You look at uh, – there's three ranked teams in that in that group, you know, and one of them or two of them lost tonight, you know. So, I mean, really Carroll's playing with house money, and which is kind of makes it fun. You know, they're, they're going to be well coached. They're going to play hard. And really, you know, they've got nothing to lose, which I think is exciting. Um, Coach Row- Rowetter will, will have those kids ready to go, you know, week in, week out. I mean, every, every time they step on a field – they got a chance to win a game, and that's that's all you can ask for, you know, as a fan or as a coach. You know, it's it's going to be fun um, to watch this Carroll team as as they
2: mature, those younger
18: kids, and get more experience.
2: Yeah, we did mention Carroll is a young team. I believe when I was listening to the game tonight, Nick said they started three sophomores along that offensive line, and then also they had two sophomore running backs start tonight we will go ahead step away we got coach Rowe coming in next here on the new way auto scoreboard show here on 1380 a.m. 95.1 fm kcim on with kick
5: 106.7 when you buy from a local business like one of the new way auto group dealerships the money stays right here in the local community supporting local businesses helps our local economy and that lets us help local organizations schools and giving back to our community Good luck to all players from the New Way Auto Group dealerships with locations in Coon Rapids, Jefferson, and Pocahontas.
0: New Way Auto Group, home of warranty
23: forever. We're back on the New Way Forward Scoreboard Show. I'm Nick Brinks chatting with Carroll Tiger winning head coach Craig Rowetter after a 28-0 shutout at Dennison Schleswig. And we joked during the broadcast several times tonight, Coach Terry Kasperbauer Bauer talked to you uh, a little bit last night, and from what he gathered, this game played out like a best-case scenario of what you guys were planning on. Not having to throw too many wrinkles in there, you guys just played extremely well in all facets of the game, and you didn't have to stray far from the script.
24: Is that kind of
23: what uh, what you saw out there
24: as well? Yeah, I was, you know, I was really happy with the guys. They uh, they knew the game plan coming in um i've said it before and that's that's who we are we're going to try running the ball and i think if you want to be successful in iowa high school football you better be able to run and i uh, just really impressed with our guys you know attitude and and work today especially up front um you know like you said didn't you don't have to get fancy and just keep keep plugging away i had you guys for 41 run
23: plays two pass plays 325 yards, all but 29 coming on the ground. So it sounds like you, you followed that game script pretty well, but when a team can't really stop it, there doesn't seem like to be any reason to mix it up.
24: <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I probably wasted ink on the, uh, my call sheet today because I could have probably used a three by five note card um, for most of it, but again, and that's all the credit to those big guys up front. Um, you know, we had some unknowns, multiple unknowns coming in um, you know, starting four sophomores on offense, three three up front. And, uh, man, did they answer the, the bell. That was that, that was fun to watch those young guys. And then Colton Whelan and Trevor Schroeder up there kind of taking them by the wings. And, you know, and I mean, that's that's one of the better performances I remember in recent times with those guys up front.
23: It's really cool to see that. You know, you, you mentioned it. There were question marks. Usually if you're starting three offensive linemen as sophomores it's not necessarily a great recipe but they those three played exceptionally well tonight they, they gelled with the seniors on that line too and that really paved the way for Cooper Ludwig and Reese Zygmunt to have a great game Zygmunt, a couple of touchdowns for you guys two over 40 yards he started the game for you guys after you got a fourth down stop defensively right on the edge of the red zone your offense took the field for the first time you cap off that opening drive with a 55-yard 50, uh, Zygmunt run straight up the middle, and by the time he got to the linebackers, he was gone. He showed his speed. Uh, talk about his performance tonight
24: aided by that great line play. Yeah, I mean, I, we knew that coming in. Reese is a player. Um, you know, we have to there, – it's tough to take him off the field, um, and being a sophomore, you know, that's just even more impressive. But in fact, the, the first touchdown around there—that was actually a audible call by Jack White, um, which, you know, it's great having that senior quarterback. quarterback. Um, but on top of that, then they also made a a line call because then their defensive line shifted and the guys up front did what they were supposed to do and that creased it. So, uh, but I knew coming in, you know, I'm I love our backfield with the kind of a one-two punch. Cooper, you know, he, he's a lunch pail kid. He he he'll do. Even their chain gang was even commenting on. Number seven just puts his head down, goes to work, and you know he'll grind out those trap yards. And um, and then when they load up the inside, that's when you can get Reese loose. And you, yeah, everyone saw what he's capable of tonight. Pretty much what we saw tonight was
23: uh, Ludwig and Zygmunt in the backfield. You'd throw Taden Peterson out there occasionally, and Peterson seemed to be the guy in short yardage or goal line situations. He got a touchdown for you late in the game. Um, but the couple times you did make a pass play. One came early in that second quarter. You got a really nice look from Jack White, rolled out to the right, found Peyton Wardell in the end zone, uh, put the hands up. Defender had no chance of getting there. Uh, so you only had to pass the ball twice, and one of them was a really nice 30-yard touchdown. What does that give you, or what kind of confidence does that give you in your passing game
24: when when you need it?
23: It can be there.
24: Yeah, I, I broke the news to them. <laughs> they, they, they are well informed that if we don't have to throw the ball, we're not – gonna worry about it we're channeling our inner Webster city with Bob Howard up there we've seen that enough uh, we saw him at central camp so um, but but we do we are we're very capable of throwing you know Peyton Wardell he's a he's a tough matchup at the tight end spot if you're gonna put a, a safety on him or if you try covering him with a, a backer you know he'll especially after the run game's click, and he'll be by you before you realize that we're throwing it uh, his touchdown came off of a boot pass you know where we faked the trap in the middle and uh, Colton Whelan came around on the outside and gave one of their defensive ends a wake-up call as Jack stood up and, and hit him and you know I know the, the other pass completion that would have liked to see that weight just a little bit wider for Reese to get you know catch it with a little more room to work but um, yeah we're still we still wrap it plenty and we'll use it if we need it but tonight we didn't need it
23: and then uh, your third touchdown of the game came late in that third quarter at this point offense the running game is going well the pass game the couple times you've needed it you got the one touchdown and then special teams made their presence known in that second quarter you get a flag on fourth down on a punt i don't know if the flag adjusted your guys's decision or not but you came out with a fake punt when zigman your fastest player is also your punter it gives you some options he gives you guys the first down, and then you guys march down and cap it off with a goal line touchdown by Peterson. So talk a little bit about that drive and how that that worked out, because at that point you guys are three for three on offense, scoring touchdowns.
24: Yeah, you know, the, my my biggest uh, complaint at halftime was special teams. I just be we burned two timeouts on guy. You know, we go through special teams before the game, but make sure we have all eleven. Um, they get, I know they get caught up watching the game and excited, but uh you know that's what we are going to work on that just the special teams are, are special you know that's a third of the game and um but uh, so we had a penalty there and I actually thought we had called it off at that point um so I started walking away and Reese and maybe Coach Shable it's he's we did we had two fakes in for this I wanted the two fakes you know and if we needed them when you have an athlete like Reese back there punting it does it's I mean I used to be a D coordinator and when the other team's quarterback or best running back was a punter. You basically stayed in your defense. So, uh, yeah, either Reese didn't hear his call it off, or Coach Shable called off, or I didn't hear Coach Shable keep it on, and he came around the edge, and nobody was going to catch him.
23: So he showed that speed there, and then in the uh, third quarter, late in that third quarter, he had a really nice run, takes it to the house for 43 yards, and he had to tiptoe down the sideline. It was about the 30-yard line where he might have stepped out of bounds, but. Not only did he have the quickness, he was able to keep his feet balanced enough to stay in bounds and then go the rest of the way to the house. So, what did you see on that run compared to his other runs tonight? Uh, that just talk about his skill
15: set.
24: Uh, he's always yeah. We, I mean, he's the fast kid we got. There's <laughs> there's not a debate. We saw him. You know, that's I saw him on the track this spring and um, that already got my gears going for the fall. So, uh, you know, we wanted just by alignment and formation. Uh, what they were giving us, it happened that Cooper was getting a lot of the carries, um, even in our toss set, where it, you know where it worked out. and then finally we, we had a, a green light, or a, a good look with Zygmunt running the toss, and, and it was actually Ludwig with the great block, you know that sprung that to get him to the sideline. and yeah, Reese can take care of the rest.
23: That was the final scoring play of the game. At that point, 28-0, fourth quarter. You guys are letting uh, some of the even younger guys get in and get some good playing time. Uh, So tonight, offensive line play was great. The running game was great. You got the one touchdown on the passing game. You had some special teams hiccups, but also the nice punt. Uh, What are some things that you'd like to improve upon this week? I know Terry and I talked about some penalties. That's probably something you'll want to clean up. Uh, But I guess also on top of that, we haven't really talked about the defense a whole lot, but they pitched a shot out out there and they gave up just over a hundred yards themselves. So offense maybe gets the, you know, they get the the gold star today, but that defense, they, they made it happen as well.
24: Yeah. The, I mean, defense was outstanding. They, you know, those same guys up front, a couple um, Trevor and Colton did a lot of the defensive work. They do the dirty work up front and then it keeps the linebackers clean. You know, that Tatum Peterson and Cooper Ludwig at those inside spots, um, you know, when they blitzed or when coaches sent them, they, they connected and um, just overall really happy. There were a couple pass interference calls that, well, I can live with because we were in, you know, if you saw our scrimmage, like I said, we had stuff to work on and it just shows that what we did, you know, some corrections we made about alignments and, and shifting um, came, came through tonight. So that, I was really pleased to see that with the secondary, um, even though they did have a couple penalties overall, um they did a nice job keeping everything in front um the D-line did the dirty work and you know coach Nagel, coach Shable, they they called it a great game they kept pressure on um you know they, if they didn't get the sack we were making them throw it early and so they yeah hats off to those guys and um it's it's kind of easy to not worry about having to play catch up or throw the ball when the defense is pitching a shutout so you can just go to work and keep grinding it out and on top of
23: all of this last year five turnovers against the Monarchs tonight no turnovers either way. So you guys kept things clean. They kept things clean. I know as a head coach, turnovers can be one of the the most pesky things out there, but they they change ball games as it did last year. I don't think Dennison Schleswig played like a twenty-eight to seven win. Carroll just gave him a lot of short fields, and that wasn't even a, a factor tonight. So uh, great first victory of the season. You go into next week. You get a home game against Gilbert, a team you guys beat by seventeen last year. Uh, any any glaring things that you want to work on for this week uh, going into next week and what do you expect out of Gilbert
24: um you know and we discussed this at the end of the game already um you know that it was kind of a three-score game not in our favor against Denison last year and um I'm sure Gilbert's ready to get some revenge (laughs) you know on on that aspect too but again we're going to do what we do we're going to try to run the ball um, i'm confident and to be able to throw it if we, if we need it but there's yeah we're there's definitely things we're still going to clean up um you know i haven't we'll see what gilbert i'm not sure what they did tonight um but we'll get film tomorrow we'll get a game plan going and then um it'll be nice to have a, f- a full game film on somebody to actually scout. you know we we got scrimmage film from denison but we really we're still kind of kind of throwing some guesses out there so it'll be nice to be able to prepare um but yeah we it's you know tonight win or lose it wasn't going to make or break the season same thing with next week we're preparing the kids to win every week um but you know we still realize it's non-district we we still have a couple rabbits in the hat um for district play but we'll uh you know keep grinding out with what we can do and we'll play it game by game there you go
23: well a great week one showing for the Carroll tigers coach rowetter appreciate your time here on the new A Ford scoreboard show yep thanks appreciate all the coverage and go tigers 28-0 Twenty-eight, nothing win for Carroll in Denison tonight. I'm Nick Brinks from Denison.
13: Scoring a touchdown takes great effort and teamwork. Hi, this is Kelly. Before you start passing, blocking, and running, get Roselle Mutual on your team so that when life intercepts, your farm, home, cars, and toys are protected from a pick six. Roselle Mutual, a partner of Grinnell Mutual, has been around as long as football, serving Carroll and the surrounding communities with hard work and dedication it takes to make a great team. Score your next touchdown by visiting Roselle Mutual. We're here to protect you from life's interceptions. Call 712-792-4525 or stop in today.
2: Welcome back into the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show. KC Miners, Drew Erickson here. Almost done with tonight's show. We'll run through all the district scores for tonight and then go into next week's game. In Class 3A District 1, Carroll wins tonight 28-0. Sergeant Bluff-Luton loses to Lamars 14-17. Sioux Central on top of Sheldon 14-6. MOC Floyd Valley downs Sibley Oshidan 42-0. Central Lion, George Little Rock on top of Boyden Hall, Rock Valley, 52-7. Sioux City East on top of Bishop Heelan, 35-3. Class 1A, District 8, Kemper 34, Loma 12.
18: South Central Calhoun defeats East Sac, 48-7. Westwood Sloan over M V A O C O U COU, 48-18. Trainer on the road defeats St. Albert, 21-17. Alto Aurelia shuts out West Monona, 28-0. And Underwood defeats Tri-Center 58-14.
2: Class 1A District 2, South Central Calhoun on top of East Sac County, 48-7. Belmont Clemmy loses tonight to AGWSR, 36-8. Clarion Gofields down on top of Eagle Grove, 48-20. And the pocas area on top of Manson Northwest Webster, 38-0. Woodward Granger defeated Madrid tonight 20-8, and then South Hamilton defeated Ronald Story 34-28. Class A,
18: District 8. AHSCW defeats Manning 32-0. Lawton Bronson over Aquin Westfield 29-13. Westwood Sloan defeats MVAO COU 48-18. Woodbury Central over Hinton 41-13. Shenandoah on the road defeats Missouri Valley 36-24. Again, Kemper over Loma 34-12. And Underwood on the road over Tri-Center
2: 58-14. Eight-man District 1, St. Edmunds on top of our Weva tonight 65-19. Kingsley Pearson over GTRA 40-38. West Bend Maller loses at home tonight to Newell Fonda 28-14. Wes Harrison beats and Christian at home tonight 59-8. St. Mary's Remsen on top of Harris Lake Park, 42 7. Boyer Valley on top of River Valley, 42 6. Eight man, District
18: 10, Audubon at home, loses to Southeast Warren, 44 20. Exire Alcorn, Kimbleton defeats Griswold, 61 22. Caminita edges Fremont Mills Tabor, 26 25. Boyer Valley over River Valley, 42 6. West Harrison over Siouxland Christian, 59-8. East Mills on the road defeats Woodbine, 55-14. And then tomorrow at Valley Stadium, we do have two local teams competing. Glidden-Ralston will face Coon Rapids-Baird.
2: Looking at next week's game as we are getting ready to round out tonight's show, Carroll will have their first home game of the season as they take on Gilbert. Listen to that game right here on KCIM with Tyler Bruner. 6.25 pregame and a kickoff at 7 o'clock. Kempers on the road next week as they take on Atlantic. You can listen to that game on kick 106.7 with Jeff Blankman. Again, a pregame at 6.25 and kickoff at 7 o'clock. East Sack at Ridgeview starting at 7 next week. And then Pocahontas at South Central Calhoun. That game will kick off at 7.00. The next game you'll be able to hear on the radio is on KKRL with Nick Brinks. He'll have Westwood at Ike and Manning that pregame at 625 with a kickoff at 7. Audubon will take on Booyer Valley at 7. Coon Rapids Bear at Woodward Academy starting at 7. Arweeve at Kingsley Pearson. GTRA at glidden Ralston Both those games starting at 7. And then the scoreboard show next week will be me. Drew will have the night off. It'll be Jim Molitor. Drew, great week one of football as we get ready to wrap out the show.
18: Absolutely. You know, there's a lot of good things that we saw from a lot of our local teams, and I'm actually looking forward to next week as well. Uh, Pocahontas is a team that beat South Central Calhoun, you know, so maybe last year, so maybe some revenge there. Um, And obviously, let's see if Carroll can keep it rolling, and then obviously Atlantic's much improved, but so is Kemper, so that'll be a fun one as well.
2: Real good games here tonight in the local area. As we saw, some teams win, some teams lose. but we have good games next week as well. For Drew Erickson, I'm KC Miners. We thank you for tuning in to the new Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show here on KICK 106.7 along with 1380 AM, 95.1 FM, KCIM.
0: When you need to know, KCIM is the place to listen. On 1380 AM and 95.1 FM, this is KCIM Carol.